0: Welcome back to the Couch Command. Uh, Today we're going to be reviewing uh, Suicide Squad and the Suicide Squad. We're going to be doing a versus of Suicide Squad versus the Suicide Squad. Today I have with me Matt. Hi. All right. And also we have with us Isaac. Hey, thanks for having me on. Cool. All right. Yeah. Um, As we usually do, we're going to start with uh, what we've been geeking on. And then we're gonna go into our head-to-head to see like what we think of each movie and uh, strengths and weaknesses and pop culture. So to start,
1: uh, Isaac, what have you been geeking on? Uh, have you ever heard of a little something uh, called All Tomorrows? Never. So, how should I explain it? It's one of the favorite things I've uh, stumbled across. Um, All Tomorrow, uh, you've never heard of the YouTube channel Alt Shift X? They usually did, like, Game of Thrones explain videos. They branched out since Game of Thrones is kind of dead to other stuff. But uh, have you ever seen them? Nope. I am um, doing.
0: And also, if you guys want to, you can go to my Twitch or my Facebook page. And, like, um, I'm going to be, like, doing, like, web searches so people can see what we're talking about. Uh. And then you can see, like, what I'm bringing up and go, yeah, click there.
1: All right, so I- I'll explain this. Um, Tomorrows was a pod – it was, like, a PDF that was written by this um, artist who does, like, a lot of speculative biology and science fiction pieces named C.M. Uh It had a community, but then Alt-Shift-X did, like, a video adaptation of, like, the the pamphlet and you know uh, it was a very successful video had like 4 million views but what and it's great it's brilliant it's like this like high end basically the idea of all tomorrow is it's a billion year chronicle of the evolutionary history of humanity and to give you the uh, too long didn't read or uh, you know experience it later uh, humanity evolves goes to the stars uh, changes itself to be suited towards space moves out further but then eventually encounters an alien intelligence that basically is a billion year old organism and they transform humankind into all these kind of uh alien creatures that are populated so just type in all tomorrow's in google image search and you'll see some of the artwork and it, it's great oh
0: if you guys go to the stream you'll be able to see video of it right now
1: um and it is great <laughs> so you know, there, there's like the blind folk. There's the asymmetrical people. They're the titans. There are all these different subspecies, and, and basically, it's a billionaire chronicle about how man loses sentience, then regains it, and all these post-humans Ooh. and how they form a galactic empire. But then one of them becomes like a transhumanist machine empire and commits horrible genocide. Then they get into a war with the evolved form that went into space, the spacers. And it is the, what I love the most about it is that it spawned its own fandom. There are people doing animations, they're doing artwork, there's a subreddit which is like uh, 4,000, 8,000, 9,000 people uh, that's just climbing and increasing, Uh, and it's like this thing that's like inspiring people, inspiring art, inspiring creations, creating culture, it's unique, it's fun, it scratches so many itches that like most things don't nowadays, that I'm just happy to see this community burgeon and you know, grow into itself as, like, people love this world and want to know more about it and all the various creatures and the societies they built.
0: Uh, huh? holy shit, man. This is a fan. It- and this is a book series or what?
1: It's a PDF. Like if you if you what I recommend is watch the Alt Shift X videos Alt All Tomorrow's. Uh it's like 40 minutes. And then you can read the PDF, but it, it Alt Shift X pretty much covers all the bases. And uh yeah. then you just uh, go look around and see people creating it. Uh, I'm sure your YouTube feed will be filled with All Tomorrow's fan art, and memes, and compilations. And
0: it, it's uh- great. I, I put the link to the Twitch and our Discord. And
2: Matt, you looking at this? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. This is some crazy shit. Yeah,
0: boy, this is uh in my wheelhouse.
2: Yeah, this yeah. is this looks this actually looks quite fascinating. I'm totally gonna check out the alt ship deck stuff.
0: Yeah, um, this reminds me of like more of the creativity that has come from the vacuum created by the destruction of Star Wars. Because uh, <laughs> I keep going back there. Like, yeah, when it came to Star Wars, I, I remember, like, like I said before, like. I'm ready to be served show me the greatest art that humanity can create wow oh my god this is horrible ah and I just ran and yeah it it, I rediscovered the fun of like seeking out the new weird stuff that like you know we used to do as when we were kids and this is exactly like the kind of stuff I love
1: yeah uh, I'd highly recommend it uh I I uh, assume my
0: my question was going to be how did you find this
1: uh, it just came up in my YouTube feed and I saw the weird humans. And it's like, uh, okay, I've seen this enough that I, I need to like have the answer, you know, how you find most things, uh, on the great YouTubes, uh, fucking interesting thumbnail. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I just kept on coming up and saying, all right, I need an answer to what these bizarre creatures are. Where do they come from? What's their story? I, I, I need to know. I need answers. Nice. Geeking on anything else? Um, that's the main thing. Although, <laughs> I'm kind of curious, though, to ask you uh, with the Last Jedi Redux with uh, the the fucking He Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. That was awesome. Uh, Those uh, clownfish people, like, uh, uh, you know, they try and act sad and disturbed, but, they, like, uh, they must be, like, swimming in uh, Doomcock energy. Like, yes. they, they, they called it. They were 100% right.
0: <laughs> yep. They that was, be. uh,. Yeah, um so let's see. Fucking Ke- didn't-
1: Kevin Smith. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I like Kevin Smith is like, "Oh, clownfish TV." He's like acknowledging them on his streams. He's been yeah. dragged to their
0: level and they won. He didn't have to do that at all.
1: He could have just not acknowledged their
0: existence.
1: That's but- that's like the thing that like these people don't understand. You you just ignore it and it doesn't exist. Yep. I I
0: I don't know uh, like I, I almost suspect, or, or maybe I'm overestimating. Like, like was it? Are they doing some kind of four-dimensional chess or something that that they that they feel this will help them by engaging with YouTubers that are trying to take them down? What are you doing, Kevin?
2: Wait, well, they're, they're, hol- hold on. I'm sorry. Question. I mean, I, yeah. I I obviously heard about the whole He-Man thing and whatnot. I'm I'm privy to that. And you know, he responded to fans in general, telling everybody to grow up. But is this something separate from that? Is this something specific? With this Clownfish thing? Is so, this- I'll
1: give the summation uh, of it, and Keith, you can fact-check me. So, okay. so, Clownfish TV is, like, I wouldn't call them alt-right, but they are, like, anti-SJW. So, that you know, they're like um, a couple who... Um, you know, they, they post video content mostly complaining about, uh, you know, uh, progressive media. They, they're like a comic couple. They have worked officially in the industry. They've done their own uh, web comic. Uh, they've worked officially for, like, Boom and, like, Disney Comics. So they have, like, a little bit more professional credentials. But it, basically, it's like a video blog channel where they just report on news and, you know, talk about blah, blah, blah. BuzzFeed is losing money. Just, just like, harping on uh, lose, winning for the... losses for the L. You know, I, honestly, I wouldn't say that that they're political outside of the fact that they, you know, like many other channels they harp on and they had an insider animation scoop a uh, year, like a year ago that the new, t- t- uh, whatchamacallit, Netflix, uh, He-Man reboot would be not about He-Man, but it would be like the Teela show. Mm-hmm, and, right, uh, you know, right. they said that like, uh, you know, this is a bad idea. Uh, like, you know, either just admit it or don't do it at all. But, you know, I, I want to, uh, we hope the series is good. We were fans of He-Man back in the day. And their insider source was hundred percent right on the money. And then Kevin Smith was like so afraid that they would like ruin the spoiler that He Man dies. That he's like, no, it's it's metal. It's, it's the best thing ever. Uh, clownfish are liars, and kind of threw them, and they were oh. vindicated.
2: Okay, all right. So I didn't I didn't realize that there was like a specific um channel channel that called this out i knew that it happened i knew somebody said hey listen it's about tila and then kevin smith came on like no no no, it's all he meant don't worry don't worry don't worry and then it came out yeah like,
0: like, the, the full thing is like he's like yeah and clownfish media i'm gonna give you guys fuck tons of uh publicity
2: yeah the whole thing is I mean, he didn't have to. just bizarre to me sometimes i think that the entire thing was done on purpose to drum up publicity for everybody well, I, there yeah, there is evidence towards that because, like Kevin Smith in
1: one of his uh, streams, he was talking about how um, he was like talking, but everyone's hating it and they're complaining. And I was talking to the Netflix people, and then they were like, "No, this is great." Yeah,
0: Hawk huh. Yeah, I, I I've I've heard. I, I'm hearing. Uh, I, I hear more negative than good, and like people are like. It, it, it's a fun war for me. Like, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. It's just kind of like, there's so much else to watch. Right. I, yes. I didn't like it, but like just saying that I didn't like it, people just flipped out and they're like, ah, why do you have a problem with women heroes? I'm like, ah, Jesus Christ. I don't, it's just, you know, I wanted to watch He-Man and it's not He-Man. Like, ah, you did it. And, 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 yeah. It, it turns in like, the reason why I don't like this kind of art is because it creates those kinds of conversations where you're just like, Look, like, you can dislike something and it's not a political statement. Yep. But these things they're making, they call, they, they cry out for, all right, now if you like it or not, let's see what your political stance is. And it's like... He-Man. Do that.
2: This is He-Man. <laughs> like this is yeah. he-man has been politicized. The thing is is like I uh, what I keep going back to is there's nobody needed to lie. Somebody clearly lied. Mm. There was lying. <laughs> all they had to do was be truthful. And look, if it yep. happens in the first episode, that's not a spoiler. That's the series. Mm-hmm. So all they had to say it was like, you know, Atunia, He-Man is dead. The magic is gone. Yes. Like literally all they had to do and everything would have been fine, but they wouldn't have gotten all this free publicity.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think there's like 3D chess going on. Of like um, that, that, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Yep. And the more people are arguing about it, the more popular
2: that it gets. The name out there. Yep. Absolutely. And so. and again, like I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun animated series. Uh, and I'm looking forward to the next five. And yeah, they just didn't. They didn't have to lie, which they did. Yep.
0: I I thought it was okay. Uh, I thought the animation was really good, mm-hmm. designs really good, mm-hmm. and then the rest of it was just like ah, <laughs> I, see, I see you guys going. I see you. And then like what was fun for me was uh, like uh, up to that point for a long time I have just had PTSD of uh, Netflix. Um, it 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 it, uh, it it gives me like an anxiety attack. Used to when. Like, I'm just trying to surf, and then, like, if I let my, like, mouse or whatever, cursor stay too long on something, all of a sudden it starts playing automatically. Oh, I'm like, okay, fuck this. The worst. Fuck this channel. So, <laughs> I just hadn't gone back to Netflix in a long time. So, finally, I did to watch uh, the the Tila show, and then um, I was like, okay, well, huh, while I'm here, I might as well check out Castlevania! Nah, really I, 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 I assume that, that, that was worth it, right? Holy shit. Um. So, like, the first two seasons were so fucking good that like I didn't want to watch anymore. I was like, guys, let it go, please. I don't want to see you guys drop in quality because that ending was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it was
1: the kind of the perfect. Like, I don't think seasons three or four are bad. Uh, it's still I think they're great. I uh, know they're great, but um, my only complaint would be that like Castlevania is inherently a very pulpy show. So, mm-hmm. so, uh, and you know, it's kind of fun to like, you know, everything's well written enough. I love Isaac's journey. Um, but like, you know, for a pulpy show, I want a new big bad for them to fight for them to work their way up, of, uh, up towards. Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- that was my disappointment of seasons three and four where like death comes in, but it's like the, the last. Wait, goddamn wait, wait, wait,
0: wait. Oh. I haven't seen. Season oh, four yet.
1: oh, oh, oh. Um, so well, I'll say this much for uh, me. Yeah, but um, uh, season four is just as gorgeous, if not as gorgeous as season three. So uh, you you'll have fun with season. Yeah, four. I love season three because
0: like I'm going in, going okay, let's see how they do. And like for me, like the animation was on point. The action sequences are just so fucking good. So yeah,
2: that's one of the things I've been geeking on. Castlevania. No, oh, I love it. It's yeah, they did such a such a great job. Um, uh
0: huh. And like um, in the last podcast, I, I bring it up and. Uh, there's a point in the podcast where you can hear me audibly gasp when I found out that Powerhouse Studio is an American studio? Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, Powerhouse is,
1: uh, good, good, they do good shit. Oh, I'll say this much, are you a Berserk fan? Yes. Um, there's one scene in season four which basically feels like their attempt to, to, like, um... Uh, do, do do like a demo reel for the for their version of the Berserk anime, and, and like, right. uh, oh, it, it, it is so freaking good. Um, I, I I was saying
0: that like after the first episode of uh of season three, I
1: was like, whoa, wow, this tastes like Berserk. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'll just uh, give you a little teaser. Uh, just look out for the day armor. Cool. Looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, All it, right. It, 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 Castlevania's been excellent. Uh, like, uh, it, it's funny to like have something that's like not even that relevant in the gaming space get like so much goddamn love.
0: Uh let's see, what else have you been geeking on, or am I talking about my geekery, or
2: which one are we doing right now? <laughs> I forgot. Uh, I think technically we were still on Isaac's, and we sort of uh, uh, blended. Yeah, we kind of blended, blended in it. ears yeah it was cool. it was organic we, oh, no 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 we've been geeking blended.
1: on anything else mr Isaac. um hmm. big thing is all tomorrow's uh i guess the suicide squad but we we'll, we will we'll get into that yep, um if cool. i think of any other things i wanna uh to ramble or rant about i will um give you uh uh i will chime in but uh l- let you get into your uh your geek on and what would you've been enjoying
0: all right. Uh let's see. I've been maining uh, lately DC animated movies and uh, loving it. So when I, I remember not now years ago that I watched the first one and I I, I was good with that and I thought they were, I thought they were just kind of like randomly throwing out this thing and that thing and we're just whatever sticks and uh, one night, I was like, thinking, oh, I'll just watch this one. My friend was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Have you watched all these other ones first? I didn't know they were like a continuing series. So yeah, all the, that
1: has been a lot of fun. All the new 52 ones kind of form this w- weird version of like the DC, a new DC animated universe. Because there's like 15 movies, right? I I don't know the number, but I have a list
0: <laughs> that I go down. Um, and I'm, the next one I will be watching is Justice League versus Teen Titans. Hmm. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, like, it feels a lot like, uh, the Cartoon Network, uh, JLA, or JLU. And, uh, I've been running into having fun with, like, uh, hating characters again, uh, such as, like, Damian Wayne is a little piece of shit. And it seems like that's kind of the point of his character, so... I've been here talking to other people who, like, read the comics and whatnot, and they're like, um, he, he does suck, but that's kind of the point, and then, like, you get to go on the journey of watching
2: him grow. Oh. So I had yeah. – so wait a minute. All these movies tie in together? yep no shit and that's the order they go i had no it's idea a lot of fun i i i've seen yeah, it, a total of one of these mm-hmm. um just for everybody that is not looking at our discord uh keith just um posted the dc animated tour so all of the movies in order and definitely should go in the show notes um oh yeah but Most i've only seen justice league dark
0: yeah that's what i was going to watch and people were like wait no have you seen all the other ones like why do i need oh oh shit really and yeah, man, they do uh Arthur Justice like uh oh, um yeah freaking Aquaman is really cool in this. Ugh,
2: you'll so love to far. see it. I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna start watching these then. I'm gonna start I'm gonna start checking them out.
0: Mm-hmm. hmm Alright. Uh other than that, uh let's see, three other things. Um Bad Batch. Okay. Uh do you guys watch that at all? No. Nah. Um, Bad Batch is, uh, Star Wars Bad Batch is the sequel series to the Clone Wars. Yep. Clone Wars for me is, like, the greatest Star Wars thing made. Wow. Um, I put it even over Empire Strikes Back because it was really that good. Wow.
2: I just, I, uh, I'm still, I think I've mentioned this in a few of our other podcasts. I'm still trying to slog through it and I'm doing a bad job. Uh, uh
0: I, I hope that, uh, you, you, it catches the pace with you. I, ho- I hope so. You,
2: you, you get the feel.
0: Bad Batch, on the other hand, is not that great it's not bad it's fine is uh, what I would best uh, describe it as um, unfortunately for me they at, they did the thing that kind of kills shows for me which is they had a cute
1: little kid oh. is it on par with
0: Rebels or the Resistance cartoon I, <laughs> nothing's worse than Resistance, <laughs> except for The Last Jedi. Nobody seemed uh, to, it was
1: funny, like, that show seemed to, like, people didn't hate it. They, they, they did the thing that's worse than hating. They were just completely indifferent to it. Yeah, it, very
0: dismissive. Like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> what I was, hey, you. Like, I was excited, because I thought this was going to be, like, the follow-up to Clone Wars, and it was just bad and stupid and wacky, and I was like, ah. Do you, th- um, do you think it was the like
1: batch? the ba- the tone or do you think it was just the fact that like the iconography of the Disney trilogy Geez, just there's not as much good stuff to like grapple onto the resistance isn't as iconic as the rebellion it was a completely lost tone like um so like you
0: get there and it's like supposed to be between the force awakens and return of the jedi but like the main character really doesn't do much to affect the universe like it seems like they're implying it's more about like racing ships and then we don't really see too many races either and the races aren't pretty um creative and it's just like I just kind of stopped watching I was like I don't see what we're here for This this is um the animation wasn't great it was yeah it was just like a like, I'm not sure what they're going for. They're just, like, they're like, all right, you know, this should be a lot of fun. I don't care anymore either.
1: Is Real <laughs> quickly, could you mm-hmm. give me, like, a tier list of, like, um, your, um, you know, the Star Wars cartoons?
0: Star Wars cartoons. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, Clone Wars by far. And I think uh, Rebels is way up there. Like, people, like, kind of say I, they're – I see a lot of opinions that say Rebels isn't that good, but fuck that. I'm so sorry. Like it is way up there. So you got Clone Wars Rebels Clone Wars S um, uh, Rebels A tier. Uh then uh we got
1: Do we only have the other two? Resistance and Bad Batch? Uh well, you, if you want you could throw in Gendy Tervowski's Clone Wars. Oh yeah. Gendy. Uh I would put that
0: right next to Rebels. So that's a um
2: Hold on. Hmm? What about what about Droids? <laughs> Let's
0: start <with> droids. <laughs> oh my god. Even in the 80s, I was not happy with what was going on in droids. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But isn't there an Ewoks animated series as well? E- Ewoks was legit, though. <laughs> <laughs> put it I on like your Ewoks. list, pal. Is Ewoks okay, so beat you? So we,
0: uh, we go Clone Wars, Rebels, and Gandy Tartarsky, uh, Clone Wars. Then underneath that, we'll put Ewoks. All right. And then underneath that, we'll put, like, we got the trash tier, like, resistance. Oh, no, no, no. After that, we go Bad Batch. Oh, wow. And then we go trash tier, which is droids, resistance, and that ugly animated thing that
2: happened in the Christmas special. Oh, my God. So, wait a minute. Hold on. Are you putting, you're putting Ewoks over uh, Bad Batch? Oh, God. Um, That's what you did. Yeah.
0: I think I, think yeah. I I don't want to get shot. Yeah, can get shot. Um, yes. Like during the during that time like uh I've watched every episode of Ewoks and loved it. I was a little frustrated. I was like, "Look, please, can I see Luke Skywalker?" Ugh. <laughs> but like, you know, we we're hanging out with Wicket. But like that cast and the stories, the animation, I had so much fun. Like the, the way they talked, like bled into the way me and my friends talked where we call each other's Lurdos. Wow. Um, okay, there's some history yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah, it, did you guys watch Ewoks?
2: Um, I did not, not. That I. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh wow! Yeah, I think it's. <laughs> I, I might check it. I'm, is it on Disney Plus? I I'm, I don't know. I would. I bet you could probably find it on YouTube. Ah, yeah. probably.
0: Yeah, it, but like to me, it's like perfect uh, child Saturday morning. Though, like oh, you're not going to have yeah. like a
2: saga or nothing. No. You're just
0: you're gonna have some great like Saturday morning. It
2: is it, beautiful Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, it was great. And wasn't there also a a Lego Star Wars animated series?
0: there are I have not really uh sat down and like given those a chance but every glimpse I've ever given any of those and uh except for the Force awakens holiday special thing uh, um the the all of them have been like shockingly great
2: yeah they're, they're uh, good did, and did you know uh that Madison local Matt Sloan does the voice voice of Darth Vader for those yes Chad Vader Ch- he does yes he 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 did Chad Vader uh the YouTube series and, and before then uh public access show uh that you know was actually pretty damn popular. But then yeah, through that he ended up getting a job reading nice. as Darth Vader in the Lego series and a bunch of video games too.
0: Um, so the Bad Batch so the Bad Batch started great. Because uh, like it was like this like a mini series, like it was like uh the Clone Wars is coming to an end, the Bad Batch rolls on up, and they were awesome and they're like there's like like the, the extension of what people wanted from a Republic Commando and it was awesome. And then they start their own series and it becomes the Omega Show. This this little girl who is also like the um she was made at the same time as Alpha who is Boba Fett. So she's a uh, girl Boba Fett. And um the biggest problem with that is that uh uh did you guys either guys do Power Rangers at all? I mean I watched it.
2: Power Rangers Turbo? Turbo, all right,
0: no. I'm so, okay, like, Power Ranger fans out there uh, all know this uh, problem that happened was, like, so we're all enjoying it, like, you know, you got a team of uh, teenagers that kick ass and stuff like that, and then Power Rangers Turbo comes around, and they have the on-paper great idea of uh, swapping out one of the Rangers for a little boy, and it kills it killed it almost killed the show, like, the dynamic of, like, watching all these people around the same age, you know, work together there's something cohesive about yeah, that. Yeah, well, I
2: mean, look. But then, look, uh mm-hmm. uh Z- Zordon specifically requested a group of teens with attitude.
0: Yep, and then you got preteen Justin that rolls on up and he's,
2: "Guys, I have the new blue ray." yeah, Z- and Z- Zordon was like, "What the fuck is this?"
0: <laughs> oh my god, every every fan was just like, Ah, oh, Jesus, Christ. That's horrible. And like, yeah, and then like, uh much like uh Omega, Omega doesn't suck. Neither did Justin. But when you introduce them into those teams, it it drags so much down. Like you came to watch this team, but because the people making the show, their heads in the right place. Like it is for exactly that age group. So why wouldn't you put that age group in the show? But it doesn't blend well. And then like um, it seems like across the fandom, everybody was like, "Ah, oh, all right, <laughs> you know." Season two, right? All right. Well, you know.
2: Well, I mean, I don't know how that. Yeah. I don't know how it yeah. went with that show. But if you're going to include mm-hmm. that age group and it's for that age group, then that kid uh-huh. needs to be empowered all the time.
0: She is, and Justin was, oh. but like, I, 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 I mean, like, do you guys have any examples in your life? Like, as a kid, I projected myself through the big kids on the screen, and I didn't want like what felt like what happens when. Like someone's little sister or brother joins you, like you know, you you, you got you and your your crew, crew of friends, and then like the mother says, and you have to take little Jimmy with you, and now it's not you and your friends anymore. Does
2: that make sense? Yeah. Well, who was the? Um, oh my god, I feel terrible. Who was the uh, little little Jimmy? No, no, no. no. In Ducktales, what was the what was the little girl's name?
0: Oh, Goslin. No, no
2: Goslin is from uh, Darkwing Duck, I think. No, no, it's both. Oh, really?
0: They she crossed over into both. No, I mean it's a
2: different character. But maybe they had, a, um, maybe they had the same name. Oh, wait, you're right, you're right. Uh, the little, the little, yes, the little. She was, duckling. yeah, girl. the duckling girl. She was, I believe, the yeah. maid's daughter or granddaughter or something. I can't believe I don't remember this. Oh my gosh, this is... Uh... Yeah, yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, but anyway. Um, like she thought... Omega's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> and she certainly had moments, uh, you know, but a lot of the time she was like the tag... She was cast, she was written as the tag-along.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, unfor- like, uh, Omega's not the tag-along. She is now taking over the show. Oh, wow. Like, where everyone was like, this this group of like uh, one of the, the lead guys is literally a ripoff of Rambo. Uh, you have like the big beefy guy. It's just like this fun, rad team of like what you and your friends would probably create if you were making your RPG characters. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Omega is like, "This is my show now," and you are like, "Hey, hey, oh, all right, well, you know, this is it. <laughs> this is it. This is yep. uh, this is what we got." <laughs> yep. Um. So, yeah, you guys, any, any comments on that? Because I'm going to wipe, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clear up the last two that are going to be pretty quick.
2: Um, no, I mean, no, go ahead. Yeah, I'm nothing for me. Oh, oh, uh, we- Webby. Isaac? Webby. Is that her that name? That her name. Wow, I do not remember that name.
0: Yeah. Webby. Oh, 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 Isaac, uh, yeah i'm still here i, I was yeah. kind
1: of curious to ask um so i saw you were like uh discovering the works of joel haver did you ever get to see the video i made on him
0: uh, no and i'm going to look hey, it up and see hey, hey hey
2: keith that sounds awesome hey, keith yeah yeah, yeah. We'll introduce you to joel haver
0: uh my friend matt here Oh, is that right? uh broke open yes <laughs> you 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 you're uh you you got a good record going man like you you uh did Joe Haver and you're also
2: the Rick and Morty guy? That's true, I did introduce you to Rick and Morty.
0: Yep. So two great recommendations. Damn. And you so you did a lobster
2: magnet. Isaac, how did you how did you discover Joel Haver?
1: Uh, I just came across his animations as, you know, clicked on the thumbnail. What's this all about? And then I saw him explode in popularity. Um, Sometime last year, like um, six months ago. And, uh, you know, I'm always like, as a YouTube content, as a... D or Z list creator I'm always like morbidly curious at other people's success and tracking it and following it because <laughs> like unlike other mediums uh YouTube is very transparent in terms of how well someone's doing Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm always morbidly curious. Am I going to see some thumbnail secret to success or strategy, or am I just going to be seethed with bitter anger as I see some 22 <laughs> year old come up with a better video than me and explode? And then mostly it's the latter. But it, every now and then you learn something. So Joel, your time is coming. I I can feel <laughs> it. Uh, you, I'm sorry. You you you
0: you keep laying down legit content, and like as I've seen like throughout YouTube, uh, what happens is like. Uh, someone builds up a library of legit content and, like, there's, like, th- there's, like, a string of three that all of a sudden, for some reason, the algorithm picks up and then all of a sudden, like, the, the channel just to It's, like, up, a tipping so. point, yeah. We'll I,
1: see. I, I We'll see if I can ever get that again. I feel like the last point I ever had that was in 2018 and I have not seen it again.
0: <laughs> was And that's the one that got my attention, the Transformer one? Or was it the one before the... Tra- no, no. Which was The, Which was one the was Dark Knight. DC? The Death of the Dark Knight. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what got my attention was uh, How to Save the DC Universe. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you saw that one. <laughs> Love that one. Uh, I saw I that to my friends. That was fun.
1: Um, Well, if you ever get a chance, uh, check out the Joel Haver one. Uh, I'd be curious to hear what you think of it. Uh, this is mostly about yep. praise of him and how, like, what's interesting is how his uh, form of uh, animation is now something that's, like, been reproduced by other YouTube people. And uh, I'm oh, unlike other fucking YouTube trends, uh, which are always kind of like the lowest. Common denominator. This, you know, it's Joel Haber animation is not freaking easy. It's, it's he nope. like explains how he does it, and it's, it's a really painstaking process. But people are still doing it just because it's like this fun new toy to play with. And I think that's like, you know, it's. I think that's really charming and inspirational compared to uh, the usual dreck of uh, YouTube, where it's like you know trends are like, oh, I'm gonna make Leafy is here videos where uh, I just shit on people in front of gameplay videos. Oh, I'm gonna do <sighs> prank videos. (laughs) social experiment I'm going to (laughs) torture baby monkeys uh, in Indonesia Uh, Lord you know uh, Uh,
0: is is the iceberg one also a trend because I I keep on seeing like that just the word iceberg just keep up here yeah
1: that's a little bit broader my general thing is that like you explore a topic in depth and it's like oh if you go really deep this is here's this crazy theory to me it's like tier lists is a trend Okay, I, I have um, to investigate it further, but my general skimming of it is that that that's what it is. It's basically kind of like a tier list ver- version.
0: All right, uh, the last two nerd things I've been dorking on, um, one the one the the shortest one would be uh so I, I am a freaking giant aliens fan, oh. and the pulse rifle is probably the greatest sci-fi gun ever created. And gave birth to Halo and Gears of War. And I have the Halo gun. I have a Halo Boom uh, knockoff Nerf type gun. I have the official Gears of War gun. So finally Nerf dropped uh, pre-orders for the, was it M14A? I think it is. Uh, the Aliens Pulse Rifle with uh, Ripley Power Loader colors. And I'm very happy for it. And I can't wait to have it next year.
2: Ooh,
1: I, I did see that yeah. on YouTube, on uh, Facebook. Uh, that, that seems like the ultimate, like, collectible item, the ultimate fantasy
2: thing. Mm. It's a, it's, yep. it's I, a pretty one. I, I want man. to put that,
0: like, on a wall, all, like, all three of them, like, they're, they're, they're all related, and, like, I have, I have now the clean sweep of all the, uh, my favorite
1: sci-fi battle rifles. Oh, yeah, well, f- fun for the fact, speaking of Nerf, uh, I don't know, you, when either of you were near or around college campuses, um... Did you ever hear of the humans versus zombies game? Sure. Yes. Really? S- seriously? Yes. Yeah. I never engaged in it, but I knew of yeah, it. Up- oh, I wanted to. That, that this is a little claim to fame to my college is that we were the ones who originated it. Oh, really? Nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it started from there and it sprang up, and, uh, I, you know, I hear it's still going on. Um, but, uh, you know, if you had that gun, oh my God, you would be the king on campus just walking around with a <laughs> pulse rifle, fulfilling the ultimate fantasy. You know, I almost wish I could go back to college just so I could wield that thing. <laughs>
0: oh, I, uh, yeah, I can't wait to have that thing. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. Um, the last thing that I've been, uh, force geeking myself with is, uh, uh, is, is a TV series called Kindred the Embraced? Do huh? you guys know of no. this? No. So, but I'm positive you heard of, uh, what was it White Wolf RPG? Oh my RPG god, yeah, absolutely. Playing Vampire? Mm-hmm.
2: Right? For sure. sure, sure.
0: Mm-hmm. So, they took those exact rules and world yeah. and turned it into a TV series. There's a legit 90s TV series based off that game. What? So, you have all the clans, the Bruja, the, the Toreadors, and they all have like. Uh, the features and whatnot, and they they got the, the the
1: masquerade going on. Oh my god! So, I'm looking at this up right now, and I'm getting like yeah, such a wave of '90s. I'm like suddenly, it's all flowing back into me. Uh, Mantis, the TV series, X Files, Zena. <laughs> it is it is thickly
0: um, Melrose Place um, with light touches of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but not even close to being as good. Like. I will say that it's actually a very bad show that I find fascinating and a lot of fun to uh, try to get through. Like um, the the star of it is C. Thomas Howell, uh, Soul Man himself, which you know I think is a misunderstood TV uh, movie and, and it cost him his career, and he seems still mad from that. It's a weird show when you see C. Thomas Howell do anything on the show; he seems like he's seething. Like he, he like he, he, he's a mad as hell. He's on the show and he's just gonna do his role and it's it's really uncomfortable and uh yeah there's too many characters. Um but everyone the, the, the you can tell the show is trying so hard. They're like we gotta pull this all together. We can do this. We can do this. And yeah, it's a fascinating time capsule of the nineties. This looks awful. Oh man, it's not good.
2: <laughs> but I kind of I recommend watching it. I have a friend. I have a friend see. who I almost guarantee not only watched this and liked it, but probably has the DVDs.
0: My friends who were, are still into um, vampire and whatnot, uh, when I posted up like you know them watching it, they're not happy about it because you know it's 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 TV format. You can't do those rules. But if you're like, that's not how the spell works. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and, like, my my initial uh, thing that got me to notice it and care about it was a fan fiction long ago. Like, the only fan fiction that I ever dedicated myself to, I think I read maybe in the 90s. It was a Highlander, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, slash Friday the 13th TV series, and Kindred crossover, Good where Lord. everyone is in character all the stories make sense and it feels great that they're all in the same world and yeah that it, yeah so kindred the embrace if you're looking for a a bad t- uh, vampire tv series you don't mind that it's going to be pretty bad I highly recommend it. It's uh, delightfully excruciating. I love
1: quote. the uh, pull quote from the New York Times. Shares of appeal mm-hmm. of the X-Files and other trendy tales of paranoid and supernatural. I, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know that they're stretching when it's like not even like, this is great. It's just like describing it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it
0: wishes it was on an X-Files level. Um, but yeah, it's 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 pretty fascinating to
2: check out. All right, Matt, we have you been geeking oh, on? Oh, wow. Well, actually, this will uh, segue relatively smoothly. I'm not geeking on a whole lot right now, but mm-hmm. I'm going to pick one thing, and that, that is a YouTube channel that I've been watching while I eat my oatmeal in the morning, and it's mm-hmm. called a Nukes Top 5, and it is this guy on YouTube. I have no idea where he's from. How do you spell a nuke? N-U-K-E, N-U-K-E like, a, like a nuke like a nuclear weapon, UK Eats. And what was the rest of uh, it? Top five, nukes top five. It sounded like when I first saw it, I was like, well, what, what was this? Like the top five Pratt Falls or something because of his name. And no, it's like he collects ghost videos, like allegedly real ghost videos from all over the internet and narrates them. And a lot of times, like, we'll put spooky music over it. Sometimes he will put, like, After Effects in to kind of, like, make it more clear what's going on. He'll have commentary. And he does a great job. Like,
0: Yeah, he's killing it. He's got freaking millions. Yeah,
2: a really – I've never seen so many good, quick ghost videos in my life. It is just – it is being injected directly into my veins, and I love it cuz like these are all the moments in those in those stupid ghost hunting shows that like you watch an hours worth to get one moment like this, you get five in 10 minutes. Cool. And,
1: Interesting.
2: Yeah, it's a lot of fun and I'm watching these and a lot of them pop up and I'm like, "Okay, that's fake. All right, that's, you know, it's CG. That's um, you know, that's a, that's a, that's fishing wire." But every once in a while, there's one that I'll watch and every hair on my body stands on it oh end.
0: my god i aggressively do not believe in ghosts and i'm scared of them. so uh <laughs> i uh i'll uh, i'll watch these with caution yeah watch
2: watch <laughs> with caution maybe i'll maybe i'll make a best of the best of the best of and uh next time i'm in wisconsin i'll show you but um but yeah as you know you know i really enjoy the ghost thing i've been you know i have all the
0: Because you see them. Yeah,
2: well, I mean, you know, I I have, like, the the sleep paralysis-esque stuff um, Mm -hmm. that I'm I'm still convinced is just, you know, my brain showing me dreams while I'm awake. Um, Yep. But... I yeah I've
0: had sleep paralysis and that's I'm I, like that's what happens like you're you wake up uh, when you're supposed to be dreaming and you're using like yeah your dream software your dream
2: software yeah you got, you got your dream software running when you have like the awake hardware online uh, but I mean you know I think I've told you like when this stuff happens to me I can move around and whatnot Ooh. so like I'm just I'm see I like I'll sit up in bed and I'll see something right
0: uh, Hey Isaac uh, the, Matt Matt sees shit and so does his brother. He, and they see the same shit, but then, like, while they're growing up, they didn't know both were seeing the same shit. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So, Matt, do you want to give, like, a quick description of, like, what you see?
2: Sure, sure. sure. So, so um, yeah, and honestly, like, like... All right, quick. Yeah, I can do this. All right, so there's a couple of there's a couple of phases here, but I'm gonna be I am gonna be quick about it. All right, so actually, when I was like in my mid twenties, is when I really started seeing shit. But the stuff that I would see would be like giant spiders, um, shadow people, uh, just looming figures, sometimes just creepy looking things. It's like giant bugs crawling on the wall, uh, stuff like that uh like some of the some of the scariest things I've seen was one time I woke up and saw three shadow people uh crossing in front of my bed from left to right, and the last one turned and looked at me before all three went through the wall uh There was one time i I woke up and there was a what looked like an old woman crouching in my corner, and I said hello to her for reasons I cannot explain, and she turned and looked at me and had like a skull face with a huge like a huge terrifying grin. Um, Fuck that! Shit. Yeah, um, but when I was when I was growing up uh, in the same place, obviously as my brother Jim, uh, I all when I, when we were like in an upstairs area that was sort of separated from the rest of the house. And every time I was up there, especially if I was alone, I would feel like something was staring at me. When I was falling asleep, I'd feel like something would touch my head, touch my chest. And there was one time I was in the bathroom and something started just pounding on the door. And nobody was home except for my mom and myself and As soon as it started happening, I started yelling for my mom and she ran upstairs as soon as she got there. the pounding stopped
1: no. so you
2: oh so you're like in a legitimate haunted house area i'm i i am convinced that that was indeed a haunted house that place uh, no such thing no but such only thing the, only the upstairs the downstairs was fine the downstairs was fine, but the upstairs where we were felt haunted as hell It was crazy so yep. I, I got a visitor
0: once uh, with sleep paralysis. I like was like my first time getting sleep paralysis. Uh, I wake up and like, yeah, it feels like to me like it felt like you know before you die. Like I was just like a, I was just like a thought in my body. Um, and I tried to scream, but I couldn't. Like it was the only time I've ever been like paralyzed like that. And then yeah, like I felt the the feeling of like. What I thought was like my roommate walking into the Ooh. room, and I'm just like, why is he just standing there? Oh. oh, my God. And then, like, I felt it was like a threat, and eventually, yeah, like, you know, an undetermined amount of time passes. I can move. I jump out of my bed and look around. There's nothing. So scary. So.
2: Mm-hmm. Scary. stuff. Yeah. Have you ever had anything like that, Isaac?
1: No. Uh, no. No. I can't say I've had anything interesting or supernatural. Always kind of wanted to have a have great. a big no, bigfoot uh, experience, but uh, oh, sadly I can't. Awesome. I'm always kind of rooting for evidence of Bigfoot to be real. Uh, so you know, I, I would love that. Just like we drag this giant orangutan <laughs> primal thing out of the woods, and it's like, oh my god, that's so cool and amazing, but uh, it never quite happens.
2: Nope, it doesn't. Yeah, the problem is, is, like, if any of these Bigfoot sightings or whatnot are real, unfortunately, surrounding them is always, almost always uh, high strangeness as well. Uh, and by that, I mean stuff like electronics go on the fritz. People, like, act weirdly, so they'll, like, see something and be like, oh, look at that, and then not even do anything about it. Um, and just... Uh, yeah, so like weird weird things tend to happen around sightings of Bigfoot. Again, if any of it's even real, so mm, I don't know. People are seeing something.
1: Ah, uh, uh, I would love to see the cool animal behind it. Uh, you know, I, I always yeah, right. For cool cool cryptos, and I'm always rooting for the ghost people. Hey, that'd be nice. Have a proof of an afterlife. Uh, that'd be nice. A little, little insurance policy. You sold goes somewhere. <laughs> yes, uh y- y- I'll take you away. know. Yeah. Uh, no, do mind if I do? You know, it's fun. The problem is when you try and, like, you know, build legislation and uh, property or, you know, bureaucracy around it and force it on other people. Uh, But, you know, you you find some ghosts. uh, then Maybe that'll make sense. And you can all expect Beetlejuice uh, land in the future.
0: Mm. Hey, have you guys seen the new trailer for the new He-Man that's
1: coming? Oh, yeah, I saw that. Uh, Yeah, I I, I watched that. (laughs) With all this controversy, how can I not watch it? Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> what do you think, Isaac?
2: Uh, I
1: found it, like, less offensive than the, because uh, it was funny. Like, I-, I watched four out of the five episodes of the He-Man. Uh, I'll probably finish it up just the mm-hmm. hell of it. I'm invested now. You know, I didn't think it was overall terrible. Like I, I think the most poignant thing right. was the Orko stuff. Like I, I thought they, they did the best work out of them out of a, a insufferable characters. Like it's just this, sad thing. And I think the, the general idea of like, what does this world that has no magic, what does it uh, turn into? So like, you know, the techno priest or techno man starting a techno cult. <laughs> I, I thought all of that was like a uh, interesting world building, but ho- Holy crap. Like, you, uh, you know uh, some of the like anti s j w stuff gets like a little insufferable a little bit, but like you, mm-hmm. you, you like picked it's like you picked all their notes for their playbook it's like you know it's all f- centered on, on women and they're all complaining about how the men held them back in their lives It, it was like <laughs> the stereotypical uh kathleen kennedy uh you know th- th- that yeah. that scene of like summer farting and says if you don 't like it you're sexist yep
0: they they went there and then uh Let's see, uh, there's also, like, a weirdness with, uh, they're, they're trying to make Skeletor a sympathetic figure. Oh, Lord Jesus. And, and he's like... You guys hear about he, that at the like, conflict? Oh,
1: yeah, they're, they're, like, redoing his backstory, and then that that weird thing where it's like he's, like, a quasi-incel where he says, like, you know, No women would ever love me!
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, so they, they then they go back on that, because, like, yeah, he's he's supposed to be quasi-incel, but instead, which they... Cause they, they, they don't care! Um, I'm getting emotional. But, like, so... Like, they did a comic book of his backstory, and apparently, uh, Skeletor comes from a planet of, of skeleton head people. What? No, what? Um, huh? he's just a regular guy, and he was just a regular guy with a wife and kid, and then, uh, they die, and then Hordock rolls up and says, yeah, if you serve me, I'll give you back your wife and kid, and that's why he's bad. Wait a
2: minute. In which, in which timeline?
0: It- there's a Revelations prequel comic book that gives Skeletor's backstory, and that's what. No, it's it is. not. He's, he's Keldor.
2: His face melted off <laughs> by magic time,
0: stuff. He's Skeletor from the planet Skeletor, and he lost his. Shut up! B- wait, shut the fuck up, wife, Hey, and- you, you
2: shut <laughs> the fuck up. Oh, wait, he's oh, oh, from oh. the planet Skeletor.
0: <laughs> well, no. Okay, I made that all right. Point, but <laughs> if you look at the pictures, it is a whole bunch of people with yellow skeleton heads. <laughs> Like, everyone else, everyone is, they're, they're joyous. They, they look like normal people otherwise in, in normal, medieval clothes. But they all have
2: yellow Oh, my heads. God. Wait, and this yeah. is a prequel for Revelation? Oh, yeah. no. Well, it's a prequel to He-Man. Given It feels
1: like the classic example of, um people who don't really give a shit about He-Man making He-Man for a quick paycheck and they don't give a shit about the continuity or doesn't have a continuity. So they were too lazy to see if Skeletor had a backstory. So let's just make her up our own. Yep. And like at this point I'm like, guys do whatever i don't care I, you know, i'm not super <laughs> invested in he-man so i'm not like you know i never liked he-man but uh you know someone who's like uh invested by proxy uh you know for me he-man i always got he-man confused with thundercats because you know they, they got big swords and they you know the, the, uh, he-man fights a skeleton uh thundercats fight a mummy <laughs> it, 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 i am fair.
0: i am a legit og he-man fan from before this st- the cartoon ever started like yeah, like when it first started, it was just toys. And, like, um, he was just a barbarian fighting a, a horrific guy. And it was awesome. And then, like, I remember in grade school, like, they came with these little mini comics. And, like, my, my favorite memory is uh, my buddy Brian brought in one of the mini comics. And, like, there's, like, this frame where it's just before you see it before and after He Man and Tila have sex. And we're like, this is like before third grade. So we're like, holy shit, holy shit, because like there's like this shot of like He Man and he's peeling off her bra strap and smiling at her from behind, and she's like, yeah. And then the next shot is them behind a boulder. At- <laughs> what? And that, that was a <laughs> mini comic from we an were action just, figure. Yeah, we were freaking out. Um, yeah, it, 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 yeah, we we went to the playground and like. Yeah, we were and like it, it, it's hard to find it. I can't find it uh, the, throughout time when I like go to He-Man forums when not. Like uh, uh, people, someone's found like every so often, but it's not easily found. But yes, like I was like, Whoa. yeah, we were just freaking out. Like, oh, oh my god, he, he's taking off a bra. God, look at this! It's right there, right there. And we we're like, Jesus, yeah. So, Dude. that was our He-Man experience. And then the cartoon came along, and to me, it, it brought down the He-Man awesomeness. Yeah. Because he super. Superman. I mean, I would,
2: wa- I would watch the cartoon, but I specifically remember being at the toy store and my mom picking out... I can't remember what the hell was going on that I... I don't know if she was picking out Christmas or birthday presents while I was there or something, but I just remember looking in the cart and I wasn't supposed to. And I saw Man-at-Arms uh-huh. and I got very excited. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm
0: wondering too, like, how that happened... Like, <laughs> in that era of being a kid you get the stuff from the show that you watch but yeah we i just got
2: the toys yeah the toys i mean yeah as well known show. right the toys came first by a fair by a fair mm-hmm. amount of time too i believe yeah
0: well so that was a curious
2: way that yeah, well out. i think it, that they do address that in the toys that made us oh the netflix television right. series
0: yeah yes <laughs> that uh I will, I will have to Probably check it out because I'm, I'm cool with Netflix All again. Right. Thanks to Think Castlevania. All right. Uh, have you been
2: geeking out That's it, it, man.
0: Cool. All right, then. We're going to take a quick break and be on the other side to do the verses of Suicide Squad versus Law Suicide Squad. See you on the other side.
1: You know the deal. Successfully complete the mission. You get 10 years off your sentence.
2: You're my dream. You're my night. A fight
1: Welcome to Ask X. These are your brothers and sisters for the next few days.
2: Run away from the pain, I don't care. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm back to the
1: back
0: of- And we're back um isaac you said you have one last thing to geek on
1: yeah you you reminded me when you were talking about manga um so have you ever heard of tatsuki fujimoto sounds familiar uh he is the creator of chainsaw man and i've done like two videos on chainsaw man uh i don't know if you've ever gotten around to seeing those i will Uh, uh, because i'm hearing a
0: lot about chainsaw man over and over lately
1: Oh, well, I highly recommend you check out my uh, the video. I, I think I did it like a year ago where I just basically talked about how Denji is the millennial hero we deserve. And I did a recent ch- video uh, about like the top three favorite chapters of uh, the Chainsaw Man series. Uh, but, yeah, I-, I love Chainsaw Man. It's a brilliant series. Uh, I've just... Time has made me grow fonder and fonder of it. I think it's a masterpiece. I think it's going to break the internet once the anime hits. Uh, the trailer, teaser trailer, nearly did. Uh, so I have high hopes for it. Uh, I-, I have two other subjects I'll probably talk about, Chainsaw Man, in the future. Uh, when it gets closer, the anime gets closer to release. But I, I think it's a masterpiece. A- and what cemented Tatsuki Fujimoto is, like, one of my favorite manga artists. Like, uh, one of the, like, top build creators is... um. A few weeks ago, he dropped, like, a 140-page one-shot called Look Back, and it is fucking masterpiece, brilliant, uh, and, it, you know, Chainsaw Man is over the top. I mean, I, I could go on about talking about what I find in value in Chainsaw Man, uh you know, from a storytelling perspective, go watch the video. and Find out. You I already do. I will. Uh, the
0: uh, the but, pictures I'm looking at here look uh, impenetrable. Uh, this it, it, I'm seeing wild, crazy. That yeah. uh, I'm like, okay, how how is this a good thing? So yeah, is, this this oh, like, it just it's it just seems it's chaos.
1: It is chaos, but he's really good at character writing. So there's a lot of great character writing moments. Uh, he's like, uh, the best person I have to pair him to as an artistic level is Bong Joon-ho, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the director of The Host, Parasite. He's really good at controlling extreme tones. And honestly, I think his slice of life moments are as good, if not better, than his balls-to-the-wall crazy action or amazing comedy. Uh, and the fact that he's able to balance all these incredible tones is what makes him like a genius storyteller uh his art's a little you know it's kind of like has a grungy style but he's like brilliant at paneling for maximum cinematic feel uh so all right so the thing i bring up this um uh what call one shot called look back is basically it's kind of like a self reflection semi quasi autobiographical story about uh two girls as they grow up, right, drawing manga, and mm-hmm. it show, you know, follows them as they like draw elementary school, and like there's this sort of like semi girl who's on the spectrum, who's like never goes to class, and then this girl who's like drawing for a paper, and then she's. Um, you know, tro- you know, she's like, she's this girl. She's just drawing these beautiful backgrounds. They're so much better than her. Then she like meets up with the girl, and she finds out that the girl loves her comedy. And then they start collaborating, and they build this whole life as they go into teenagers and college. And then the what you call the the main girl starts drawing a manga. But then an unfortunate event happens, and it's just so bittersweet and beautiful and Damn. it is fujimoto at his best and i think like the fact that he can go from chainsaw man and like knock it out of the park with like a slice of life manga uh just shows how versatile and extremely talented he is and i can't wait for chainsaw man part two or whatever the hell he does he's, he's become like one of the highest echelon of creators Damn. um to follow and uh recommend because he's just done stellar work and will probably continue to do stellar work.
0: Sold. Yeah, is Chainsaw Man one of the ones that's being out the American comics?
1: Um once the anime hits it will, but it's sold very well in Japan. It's done very well given the fact that it hasn't even gotten an anime adaptation yeah chainsaw man's brilliant uh he, he's just really really good with like really strong character writing um with just like really depressing moments filled with sad moments and um just interesting people hanging around as well as like batshit crazy insanity and things that will stick with you uh for the rest of your life rock on all right. So, so I, I highly recommend Chainsaw, and I highly recommend reading Look Back. Um, it's a really effective uh, slice of life manga, and uh, taking a look at like a superstar artist who is just going to dominate and become like, you know, the coolest thing internationally. Um, right on. All right. Damn.
0: So wanna wanna do some versus Suicide Squad versus the Suicide Squad? Let's oh it. yeah. Okay, so I need to start with Matt. Why do you hate Suicide Squad so much? Because I don't think it's that bad. And being defensive already, because I, I I know you, you hate it, and it's not. I think I don't think you're being fair.
2: Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on a second. Well, how do you know I hate it?
0: Um, I I I, I assumed that you did because everybody does, and then also you said something like. You are forcing yourself.
2: Yeah. yeah, Well, you know what? what? You are right. I fucking hate this. movie. <gasps> oh my god! God, okay. it is such hot garbage. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I mean, and uh, it's just—it's. Uh, I think a lot of it will come out as we as we talk about it, mm-hmm. but it's just—it's it, just hitting you over okay. the head with everything at every moment. And it's kind of like, all right, right now we're being funny. Right now we're being edgy, and it's just, and it just, it doesn't have any faith in itself, and it doesn't have any faith in the people who are watching it. Okay. Um, also, like, uh, it basically intros everybody twice. First, it does though all those ridiculous <laughs> '90s <laughs> intros with all their <laughs> stats and everything, and then they come and get them later, and they intro them all, intro them all again. I didn't notice this. Like, and and not um, only that, but did you yeah. know? Did you know that this was edited? This was cut together, final edit. And maybe I'm wrong here, but the final edit, as far as I know, was done by a trailer house.
0: Yes, that I do know.
2: And it shows. It's it is basically it is basically like sixty two minute trailers stitched together. That I disagree with. That's fine.
0: But um, yeah. Also, <laughs> uh, I I do know that I. I am I don't know why I I compared to like everybody else I'm very uh, aggressively forgiving of uh the DCA the DC movies all like uh stretching as far back as Supergirl uh have you guys ever seen that one Supergirl? I heard of it seen, but I haven't seen like it. The yeah. 80s
2: Supergirl. Yeah. If I've seen it. It was in the 80s. Isaac, you see it? I haven't seen it but I've heard of it.
0: I love that movie still. Um so as a kid, I'm like, "Oh my god, this is Superman's cousins, this is this, is the, this is great new world and I'm back and also hell yeah, she's fighting a witch, which is awesome, which we have Superman supernatural elements." And like, while I'm just having like time of my life, my my family is just writhing in agony behind me. Just like, <laughs> "What's happening here?" I'm like, "Wait, what's the problem?" As an adult, I see all the problems, and it's really stupid and dumb, and I still love it. Um, yeah, so, and, like, with uh, with Suicide Squad, uh, I, I just, I, I do definitely see the style they're going for it, But for me, I go, yeah, all right, you know, this is what they're going for. And, like, I've seen, yeah, the 90s splash freeze frame and with the, the slightly moving um, neon text. Yeah, I I'm fine with it. Uh, it doesn't bother me. It's just like a thing that happens.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> it just hits you really. Hits it hits you wrong.
2: It hit, Yeah, I I mean, I've, I've already said a lot of the things.
0: Can you describe? <laughs> um, was it similar to like what what other kind of disappointment that like so I can better understand what you're experiencing? Right. Oh man! Well, it's just or like all those. Do you want to those... think about that? Go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say you want to think about that, and I can ask Isaac um, what he
2: thought. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm probably not going to come up with it. Maybe unless I completely don't. And I mean, I have a whole list of things I didn't like. Um, cool. But it's it's just I don't know how a movie can be not trying and trying too hard at the same time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> that is. <laughs> uh, there, is there a
0: specific moment that is? Not trying and trying too hard at the same time.
2: Oh, my God. Um, because on, to me... me,
0: like, uh, I enjoyed the the first encounter with the monsters where uh, Deadshot starts showing off, like, why he's Deadshot. And, like, you know, while everybody else is struggling, like, he's like, this is my talent. And he just starts wailing on them. And uh, to me, like, the movie plays out, like, on um, the format of superhero Ghostbusters right down to the final showdown, which felt like Ghostbusters, and I even think that it might have been on purpose because, like, they have, like, even the uh, walking up the stairs and getting tired scene, so... Right. I mean, I can
2: can see that for sure, but, like, I'll I'll give you, like, one example that that might demonstrate, and a lot of it is just, like, not a single moment, it's the movie as a whole Mm -hmm. that kind of struck me that way, but, like, just, like, how about when... Uh oh my God I'm blanking on her name right now but the lady in charge when she walks in Amanda
1: Waller
2: yeah and and Harley Quinn sees her and says are you the devil like <laughs> oh my God like and Harley is like she's like super sad like I cannot imagine any other version of Harley Quinn saying that even versions of Harley Quinn that Margot Robbie has played
0: yeah <laughs> uh, um I guess like for for you that that line that moment is uh, like.
2: Too forced and fake, maybe? Absolutely. It was sort of like, well, listen, you need to understand, this is a bad lady. Even Harley Quinn is like, whoa, what's going on with her? She's real serious, real scary. And so, like, they're trying super hard. They're mm-hmm. like, we realize this, is, this lady is super scary and she doesn't give a fuck, which is true. But they're hitting us over the head with it and they're making Harley Quinn do something that I, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but it didn't seem like a very Harley Quinn thing to do.
0: All right, and for me, that moment hits as like so. I gear sh- I gear shift when I'm watching stuff. So when I notice this is the tone we're going for. All right, cool. Let's if we're gonna play like this, then yeah, that is uh that is definitely a thing that one would say when the dark mistress walks into the room. Uh, I can definitely see how it
2: is a cliche thing. Somebody else could have said it. It's any somebody else could have said it it didn't have to be, like, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn, the, the badass woman, saying, like, wow, you're a badass woman. I guess it just it just rubbed yeah. me the wrong way. It didn't... I don't know. Okay. Like, I'm no expert on Harley Quinn or anything. Um, but, uh... And I, don't get me wrong. Like, there's We'll go through our list later. There were plenty of moments that I enjoyed. There were moments that I laughed. There were moments I thought were really cool action scenes. But the movie, uh, as a whole, I just... And, just struck me as like a poor, kind of like a poorly done '90s action movie, and you know, like for some reason, those intro scenes from '90s movies where like people show up and then do their little intros, like "Oh my god, it's so and so." Oh my bombs. god! Okay, I hated that in the '90s. And yeah, and it was
0: fake to me, like fake edgy. Look at me, yet here I relax and I'm like, all right, yeah, cool.
2: It's mm. interesting. Like, like, do, yeah, do, do I know you what like, talking about. I mean, do, do you don't feel like you like maybe are liking it because other people are disliking it.
0: No, because I, I I want. To, I I like being part of Zeitgeist. Um, yeah, it's fair, and it's more. It, it, it's fun. Uh, it's just when it comes to superhero stuff, I allow for a lot and a lot of different like styles and changes. Because, like, yeah, when it comes to that in the 90s, I was like, ugh. Like, people are... You're just trying to be some kind of, like, bargain store Tarantino, and you think that's clever. But if you're doing superheroes around me, suddenly I'm... I, I, I'm wondering if like it comes from, like, back in the day when I used to read a whole bunch of different comic books of different styles and art styles and, and writing. And <clears throat> I just kind of acclimate myself to, all right, what are we doing here? And... Uh, yeah, I'm I'm always I'm even with that with comic books. Like I I I I uh, I do enjoy some uh, SJW roasting cuz sometimes it is really bad. But then sometimes I also get it. Like I I like listening to YouTubers that I don't always agree with. Um and like there's like this one um I am not Starfire comic book. And like uh one of my favorite YouTubers <laughs> is just going nuts to, with, with hate. But while he's going nuts with hate, I'm like uh I get where you're coming from, but no, this really is a different style that this artist is going for. And from what I'm seeing, even though there's some like some weird, questionable moral calls in it, um, it's not a pro- the, the 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 YouTuber acts like it's a problem, but it's not. It's just like a different style. So like, yeah, when it comes to like comic book stuff, I shift. I'm okay with shifting styles and. Yeah, it shifts styles really easily, so mm-hmm. it's really hard to piss me off. Unless I, until I see you are making fun of the thing that you're trying to create, like when it came to uh, Batman and Robin, like the Batman movies. Once you cross over into showing me that you don't get it and like all, you think it's stupid, and you think that's the fun way of enjoying it, that's when I start getting mad. If like uh, how you do a comic book movie, but yeah, Isaac. That's- you haven't said anything
1: (laughs) I'm being polite I'm letting you get all your your, your things you should know this is me preparing a big huge preamble of uh, (laughs) loathing Um, yes I'll say this much Um, there is a special deal at DoorDash right now where I get $200 for doing 25 deliveries normally I would prioritize that and there was a part of me that was almost thinking about canceling but you know I can't do you dirty like that I'm a loyal person but The real reason was to see you squirm and hear your logic for defending the Suicide Suicide Squad versus the Suicide Squad, especially when the Suicide Squad is legitimately great and shows you everything that the original Suicide Squad failed to be. I I, I cannot begin to describe how much I fucking hate this movie. It is is. try-hard edgy. It is hot topic edgy it yeah. is a, a stupid unearned movie that is working ass backwards oh great all the villains who we've never met before are being introduced because we were too lazy to actually build a universe and oh hey here's the jared leto joker who it was like the Uff. biggest yeah, yeah. Waste um- of fucking time. You could, I, like, I, I'm curious if there's, like, an air cut that actually makes the Joe Joker feel like he was. I want to see the air uh, cut. I, 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 do <laughs> I do too. I do too. I'm morbidly curious, but, like, after all the hoopla, oh my God, Juggalo Joker, he's so fucked up. He's so damaged. The fact that you could, like, cut him out of the narrative entirely and it would make no difference, that, like, all this hype, all this hoopla, all this, like, oh, what's Jared? Going to do with the Joker amounted to like absolutely nothing to him riding in a helicopter to get shot down two seconds later. It's right? just so stupid and dumb. It just so
0: <laughs> okay for Jerlow for Joker. Just, uh, the, my, my quote my defense of Jerlow der- Joker is that I don't want to like bad guys. Yeah, he's a Piece of shit asshole that I hate, but I want to hate the Joker. He's the bad well, guy.
1: Uh, Okay, the, 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 like, yeah, like this his, is where his, we his fucking ugly face. This is him what, being extreme. This is where we have a fundamental philosophical difference. Mm-hmm. There's hating a villain because they're bad, and then there's hating a villain because they're. Uh, well executed. I-, I love villains. I love a well executed villain. Um, I love it when they pull it off when they feel like they're a legitimate, credible threat. Uh, to, uh, to the villain uh, or to the hero. Like uh, you know, take mm-hmm. one of my favorite uh, ones since we were talking about One Piece a second ago. Blackbeard. I fucking love Blackbeard's arc. I love yeah, that he's the come anti on. Okay. Luffy. Jared Leto. Like he, he, there's nothing effective about him. There is nothing. Dangerous. He's just this annoying juggalo who talks a huge game but does nothing. Just nothing. He's not an effective character. He is all not right. an effective person. There is no <laughs> interesting characterization. It's just all this fluff for nothing. He isn't even on the suicide squad. He is like a B plot, which isn't very interesting. And like, you don't hate him because he's an effective villain. You hate him because he has no purpose. He is an empty mystery box. Uh, maybe there's a good version of this character maybe maybe there was a really good juggalo joker maybe uh, there was a fun version that implies off the, the sides that we could get back to the criminal mastermind it. but we don't get that we don't get anything he does nothing and, and like it's like i here's a really you ever see uh no no country for old men yes okay so you know the legendary anton chaturga uh-huh. He's a great, creepy character. He doesn't even feel human. He's just this off-kilter presence. So let's say you remove all the scenes of violence and threat. He doesn't kill anybody. Mm. He just acts weird and creepy, and it doesn't affect the plot. He's ah, just there. That makes sense. Like, okay. like you don't think, oh, my God, this is one of the greatest cinematic villains ever. It's just, uh, who the fuck, what is the point of this creepy weirdo? Why Why is he here? Gotcha.
0: Okay, so my take on it—if you guys don't mind—um, mm-hmm. so, uh, so I know that I'm not getting, um, Marvel level world building with this movie, and it sounds like what people really want and do deserve is like someone to slow the fuck down. And, like, make a real Batman movie with a fully fleshed out Joker. And then, then you can start moving around and putting that guy into things and, like, have him matter. Is that what the problem is?
1: um I mean th- th- that, that like, would, I, I
0: agree that's trash that
1: would be the more
0: but I'm having fun with the trash
1: <laughs> I, I mean I'm having fun too I love terrible movies I love ironically mm. hate watching movies that, that, that that's my jam but I would never say it was good especially with the effusive praise once we eventually talk about the suicide squad which I will praise mm. endlessly but I would never argue that the suicide squad is a, or the original suicide squad is a good good movie it is incompetent like and here's another thing Amanda Waller okay she's a great character like you know uh, for one of the things that I would say diversity is important yeah Amanda Waller uh, she's a great argument for that because she's an amazing character she's she's like in the the, the, uh, animated series she stared down both Batman and Lex Luthor and made them blink she's a badass bureaucrat Mm. you don't want to fuck with Uh, Viola Davis is pitch-perfect casting and you know what she plays her pretty well but uh, uh, um, you know, even in um, the, what you recall, even in the terrible Suicide Squad she gives a good performance. But even mm-hmm. the greatest performance can't save a bad script which makes her look like a fucking moron. How does it make her look like a moron? Oh, I don't know. Yes. All right, so I'm going to make the Super Suicide Squad to fight against Superman and the metahuman threat. We're in World War 3. Okay, great. Fine. Uh, oh, the first member of the Suicide Squad immediately goes AWOL and becomes a threat to summon CGI gook (laughs) Which makes her look like a fucking moron That she causes the initial threat Of the fucking movie Uh, Ah. And and As if that wasn't bad enough To make her seem like a fucking Like an idiot A complete nimrod Hmm? The mission of the Suicide Squad Is an Uber ride To evacuate her from the goddamn city (laughs) That was their
0: Okay what's wrong with an evac what, what that's, that? that's
1: stupid! That's so stupid! The, the, the fact that they were just like an extended Uber ride to get her out? Amanda Waller couldn't, like, mosey on out of her little control room to get out? She needed to do a Okay, they
0: were stu- they're, they're surrounded by monsters, and you need super superheroes to break them out.
2: Well, hold on. Why wouldn't you... Why? Okay, why? Why did she... And why did she kill all of those people? In that, just like she was like, "All right, well, I got somebody around me." Yeah, there was die. no just reason for it.
1: It. <laughs> it was just to make her Wait, wait, just wait, wait! Those guys
0: no did reason. see uh, what they weren't supposed to see.
1: What were they supposed to see? Everyone seeing the things explode—that there was no good reason for it. It's just like, what well, this is um, what bad people do. They
0: were—they were, they did not have that level of clearance to know the evil that she unleashed. She's a bad
1: guy, so they did have to get him. Whatever. It was stupid forced edge in a movie that was trying to be edgy and non-traditional. And that's dumb. You've got to get the candidate, and I'm too lazy to get out myself, so you got to go get me. Oh, oh, and then when she gets out, the Joker shoots down her thing, and then she gets another helicopter, and she gets shot down herself and kidnapped again. Like like th- th- uh, this is the this is the woman who like I love characters who look upon the faces of gods and don't blink. I love the scene Mm -hmm. when Cecil stands up to, whatchamacallit, uh, Omni Man at the end of Invincible. Uh, that, that, like, little two, three minute exchange where he's just Mm -hmm. the ultimate badass, uh, and he's willing to, like, go toe to toe with this guy. Uh, you know, he's just a human level guy with teleportation, but he's doing it. Amanda Waller is one Mm -hmm. of those kind of characters, but, it, it, she looks like a complete idiot moron who couldn't plan anything. It's it's like uh, what, what happened to Tyrion where he just be, kind of became dumb in the last season of Game of Thrones.
0: Okay, hey, wait, 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 oh, yeah. wait, okay. So, you guys don't think it's, uh, right, it, it doesn't make sense for her to call in the, the Suicide Squad to get her out of the hot zone uh
1: yeah i i I think it's it's terrible planning to like still be in the hot zone and not get out beforehand
0: all right to me i I guess like it, it makes to me it makes sense uh it's just like uh the the they did fuck up with um not keeping close enough tabs on the omni uh powerful witch god one person uh yeah, they didn't. They definitely like slipped up there, but you know, once it did get out of, get out of pocket. Um, yeah, she she had to hold up and wait for superpowers to get her out, and also it, they had to be expendable since like they are going to be rolling into places and like hearing things that. She doesn't want, like, you know, legit people to
1: see. And what superpowers do they have? There's only, like, one guy with superpowers, El Diablo, and the rest, you know, they just shoot things.
0: In in the DC Universe, Batman also is not that cool, but it's it's a cartoon. So if you can do anything special... That is exceptional.
2: Yeah. Um I'm pretty sure Captain Boomerang can control boomerangs.
1: Oh my god, controlling boomerangs. I I, I don't uh, see what the suicide squad accomplished that like the hired guns of Joel McKinnaman uh with his like Marine Corps uh, didn't accomplish, other than you know, having Harley Quinn in short shorts.
2: <laughs> and uh and, and uh killer croc uh has the power of scaly skin and a big oh, head
1: oh yeah and,
2: and swimming and swimming and he's, a he's a power.
1: expert uh tactical underwater expert. And, and i hate pulling this card i hate this more than anything else why yeah. the fuck was killer croc not canceled oh i, I watch bt uh, oh yes, let's have our, our strong grizzly black man be an inhuman monster who hides in the, the sewers. Who's a, a freakish brute? Like, like, like a, why did nobody complain? I, I think about there's that. a
0: demographic of black people who go
2: ha
1: ha ha, ha <laughs> because
0: <laughs> BET. I have always said BET, um, but yeah, I, I get the joke. <laughs> It just it seems funny to me.
1: I mean, um, it's a cute little aside, but like that seems like the ha- thing that would get you hashtag canceled, hashtag reinforced stereotypes. Nah, now nah,
0: there's unfortunately a good population of black people who are like, "BET is a good thing."
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I, I was still oh. amazed that the, like they, they they got away with that.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, can I go on? I, I still have much I, more. Um, go oh uh, I'll, I'll say good no, on matt go oh me all right uh well here's some other uh other offenses they forced uh-huh. relationships extremely hard almost nothing was earned in this movie all of a sudden they're all it's like out of nowhere they, were, they they went from like you know we don't trust each other we're all bad guys to we're family we're family now you don't mess with family uh, Like
1: the one thing i will think that i defend that i think kind of works the one like sh- a bit of the air cut that shines through is i did like the the drinking scene
2: the, the, me too the, all right thank you all right the drinking scene was fine the drinking that you're talking about when they went to the bar before, yeah, the when party. they went yeah, to the bar, that, I like the that moment a lot. of quiet. Heaven forbid a movie like this have a mo- has a moment of quiet. I like the bar scene too, but that's not necessarily what I'm talking about. I'm talking about them saying saying shit like, "I lost one family, I'm not going to lose another one." Like, <laughs> oh, For God's sake, I will.
0: I'm going to back that up by saying that anytime I've been uh, put with a whole bunch of strangers in a combat situation, such as like paintball or any kind of, like, event like that, we do end up feeling like a squad. Like,
2: we do get closer suddenly. So it does happen. Okay. Uh, Am I wrong? Uh, no. have you guys not experienced n- not Not necessarily. I mean, I think I've, I've even probably experienced that with, uh, with like, video games.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, all of a sudden, like, these strangers you don't know, and, like, you, you guys have not earned your friendship... But like suddenly you're side by side and shooting and all of a sudden and there's the a connection. Yeah, there is. Yeah.
2: Then then there's a better way to do it, because every single time they said one of those things, my eyes mm-hmm. rolled very hard uh, and I just felt like none of it was earned. So maybe that does mm-hmm. that stuff does happen, but it doesn't change the fact that every time it happened in this movie, I felt like they were pushing it extremely hard onto me.
1: I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah um, I, I, I don't, I don't disagree way. with that at all. I think that's a complete sentiment
2: uh, a- accurate.
1: <laughs> yeah, the way you guys are
0: talking, it sounds like you guys you guys wanted the the full featured version of what this should be. And to me, what I was okay with was the um, the uh, crunch of what they were able to pull together, and like, yeah, I. Uh, I'm not. I, yeah, I'll even go to say is that um, I'm not saying like this is a masterpiece and like I I got uh, to buy the DVD and watch the commentary. But each time I've watched it, I'm like, all right, piece of shit asshole, bad guys together, push together into an action movie, Ghostbuster format, go! Get down! Oh my god! And I'm just having <laughs> that kind of fun. Versus, yeah, like I, I wouldn't say that like um, they they didn't come close to creating a new Magneto or anything like that, like, which I think everyone deserves and probably wants from a Joker. Like when you, when you roll up and have your new Joker, you should be able, you guys probably feel that they should put in the time, put in the effort to build your world so that, um, yeah, yeah. Okay. So put in the time and effort so that when the Joker shows up, he doesn't seem like he's like a, uh, cameo in a music video.
1: I mean, like, obviously that's like fundamentally what you want better. But at the same time, even if you're saddled with that, you can work with unintroduced characters. Like James Gunn did it. James Gunn, we're eventually going to get to the good suicide squad. And James Gunn did everything that this movie failed to deliver upon.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's like my first note of the suicide squad, which is that, ah, huh. Okay. Yeah, this is like this feels like more of like a a real movie. Um, yeah.
2: <laughs> there's yeah. You know so, there's some, uh, I'm sorry, Keith, Did you have something? Yeah, yeah. Go, go. Um, no, there's please. there's something that I have learned through improv, and that is that if you have an impulse or if you feel like the need to do something, just do it. Don't say you're going to do it a bunch of times and then never do it. Right, I felt like Suicide Squad kept doing that. They're like, "Okay, we're both going to die. We're in big trouble right now. It could go down. I don't know any time now. These people could all die." And then, like, I think the whole time, like one person died, and it was so oh. incredibly choreographed that was going to happen. Like that guy that showed up that we didn't have three intros. Oh, Slipknot!
1: Yeah, Slipknot.
2: Slipknot's dead. The man who can
1: climb anything. Ugh!
0: How this movie didn't even come close to carrying through on like the. Oh, the reason, like, these people are the Suicide Squad is, like,
2: I, mean, I, I haven't read any of the comic books, um, but, like,
0: yeah. it, it, does the comic book have a high body count?
2: I've never. I have to be the Full disclosure, I've never read the comic. But my point is really quick. I'm going to compare the two movies. Is that mm-hmm. uh, the first one, the 2016 uh, Suicide Squad, they were afraid to kill anybody but people who were marked for death. And, mm-hmm. and people even came back to life and whatnot. But then the, the new one, the Suicide Squad, was killing people left and right. They didn't give a fuck. You know, and that's yeah. I knew they're going to do that. Yeah, I, I knew they're going to I, do
0: I, that I, from the moment they they showed the uh, list of actors. I was like, uh oh.
1: Um. Yeah, and the whatchamacallit, the uh, like, I think what Keith is uh, or uh, Matt. Is, why, why, why am I getting confused here? He's <laughs> kind of positing <laughs> is that. 2016 suicide squad is a lot of edgy posturing that equals to nothing it's there are so many scenes where they talk about where the bad guys oh my god where the bad guys we are mm-hmm. so bad <laughs> oh, when they talk about being bad guys but you don't really necessarily see anything that like shows that that they're bad guys will Smith is basically playing every same character he's ever played he's basically Will Smith While in the James Gunn Suicide Squad, uh, Idris Elba curses out his daughter in the first five minutes, and it's one part painful, one part hilarious to listen to. Uh, And even heartfelt.
0: Like, uh, you can tell that he's trying to save his daughter to get away from him because he has given up on himself, yeah, uh, which uh, uh,
1: is real character development. Yeah, uh, yeah, like yeah. No, uh, oh, it's a, it's a brilliant little scene. And, and like, uh, Michael Rooker uh, killing the bird. Um, the, the, these little things show don't tell, while Suicide Squad is uh, tell, 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 tell.
2: Yes, exactly. Exactly uh, it, right. It, it, wait, 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 tell. Like, uh, what, like what, what are they, they talk. They're talking about They don't do it. They talk about it. Right, <laughs> it's just, it's a, like like, you, like Isaac was saying, it's a ton of posturing and, and a ton of like, here we come, we're really bad. Uh oh, uh oh, uh we're the bad guys. Oh my we god, come. we're so we're bad. I'm gonna steal a purse. Any specifics,
0: uh, or, or please, like do you guys, you guys remember any specifics? Like where they they said something but they didn't.
2: Well, they literally say we're the bad guys, like he <laughs> like like times. times Well, they are. but they all have a body count s- record. S-
0: they're saying. Okay, so you want to see. That they are, because like they didn't. They, they never. You are. You guys are right. That not once did I see them do anything actually evil.
1: They fought giant green putty monsters. Yeah. They fought. I mean, maybe that's why you love this movie or defending yeah, this movie because they fought like, a, like it was almost like a yeah, two hundred million dollar Totsukusatsu or like the closest thing you'd get to yeah. it.
2: Yeah. All right. So here's yeah, here's okay. some. Oh, we want some. Ex- yeah. So absolutely. Like, exactly. They're they're never really they like the worst thing that I saw somebody do was well like I was saying it was Harley Quinn breaking that window and stealing a purse and <laughs> in 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 the new suicide in the Suicide Squad they walk into that camp full of people granted who they thought were bad guys and they murder all of them without a second thought there was and don't feel bad about they it They don't feel bad not even remotely it's not even like 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 King Shark just wants to eat Nom Noms. And like, and that's it. And and how about how about the scene? Like, this is a great example, I think. Uh, when Harley Quinn was with that, that despot guy, and he starts talking like the Joker. Like, she did not pause for a second. She wasn't like, oh, but I really like him. No, she just killed him. She was like, ah, oh, man, I'm sorry. I've been through this a number of times. I know this okay. is how this is gonna go. I need to just kill you and stop this right now. Like gotcha i could see the first one them hit her being like i don't know he's so handsome whatever and it's like maybe then he would die for someone maybe a putty monster would kill him or something like that but just like there was not even a second of hesitation she just did it like, like uh, so. And, and yeah.
1: he- here's another great example to follow up uh, that point. Um, y- y- ages ago, there was this um, GoldenEye pseudo sequel for like the PS2, GameCube, Xbox era called Gold. It was like called GoldenEye, made by EA with James Bond. And the premise is that like you're this evil guy who's recruited by a Bond villain, and you have the GoldenEye, and you fight other Bond villains. Uh, so the whole gimmick is you play as a Bond villain, but you're not really a Bond villain because you don't kill like army people or ostensibly good government people, you fight other henchmen of other Bond villains. Okay. All right. Huh. So, so it, it is something that is trying to indulge you hell? in the villain fantasy without actually doing the work of making you be a, 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 a real villain. I see what you guys are saying, I understand. And so here,
0: here um, well, I, yeah, I'm being very forgiving because I am not expecting, nor do I need... It to be as flushed out as you guys have a right to say it should be so like for me like what i got out of this was that kind of fun that i get from a doesn't really worry, worry too much about um its own world building but it's a situation where it unravels into a series of action sequences that i have fun with and then I also enjoy just like not having to worry about the final showdown where all the bad guys get thrown around the room by the. I, I do like the the simplicity of like just all out ragtag mismatched heroes a bit against a goddess, and that's what I end up seeing. It's it's like a a fun thing for me to enjoy is is what I get. It's just like it- I-, I I see what you guys saying like this is not even close to being. Like MCU caliber or any kind of any of the best superheroes caliber, but like for me, it's like it's a it's a it's a great disposable like quick game like where me and my friends just pick up a whole bunch of toys and just blast away and then it's over and I I've, I've had a good time, but I do know that's different than like 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 I said from the first note that I took where I was watching the Suicide Squad where things start um, happening, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is a movie, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the Suicide Squad just feels like a real movie, where everything's built, earned, fleshed, uh, rolls right, versus um, a quick pick-up-and-play of fun that I got from Suicide Squad. So, yeah, like, when it comes to... I, I, I don't know what's going on. like With DC movies... I am super forgiving. Like I, like um, I thought that Wonder Woman 1984 was a t- it's a really bad movie that I enjoyed a lot. Yeah, like um, it was stupid. It was strangely bad oh. because the people involved, none of them are that bad at their jobs. Nobody. And I don't know what happened with it yet. Man, I still had like her flying sequence made. Fucking no sense. <laughs> I loved watching it though. Like, yeah. I'm very forgiving of um these movies. So I, I'm kind of,
1: very You're forgiving. very forgiving of. Just for, for uh, reference, what is like a, a bad movie that you think is objectively bad? You do not... what pisses me yeah. off Yeah, what's
2: unforgivable that's a great question Isaac. What's and, and, a no, and, and no last jedi let's, let's do something else besides so that. We, are, we are not getting into that no way
0: yeah 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 I, I, the first one came to my mind but uh, the, no. the next ones that I can easily say is how about um, and I, I'll go straight to like uh, Batman and Robin so like so I loved uh, the first two Batmans and then like I heard everyone hating on Batman and Robin and I was like psh- you guys just don't get it. Like maybe everybody's being too uptight about it and maybe it will be okay to have just some fun guys with Batman. Oh my God. (laughs) So like Batman and Robin doesn't, it didn't, it didn't care. It felt like it felt like I I was just seeing, um, so like, like, uh, suit the suicide squad. I believe everyone cared. I think everyone showed up and did their best and they made a mishmash. They made a mishmash. <laughs> um uh, Batman and Robin, I felt like they didn't care, they didn't they didn't they, they wanted to not embrace what's cool about the characters but um, roll up and be embarrassed,
1: and go. Oh, we know it's stupid, so let's just make it stupid. That is what I saw. Interesting, today. but let me let me try and pull a Keith uh, Suicide Squad mindset. Batman and Robin is secretly brilliant because it is Joel Schumacher embracing nineteen sixties. 1960s- gay camp batman and going yeah. full out of the closet this is a gay hu- super show that is just embracing the innate homoeroticism of the genre and just going ham with the architecture and the costumes and having a glorious time and you need to accept it and what do you have wrong with that you, you know it's having fun did you see uh do you think it was having fun this is this is this is a, this is a, uh, this is a, a counter. This is a counter's argument. So I, I think, in a way, you could say it if you look at the Joel Schumacher's history uh, and his attempt to try and sort of like make the ultimate gay Batman uh, that he was having fun.
2: Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I, Isaac. I didn't Isaac fun. Did you just say Joel Schuul mockery? <laughs> All right, my, my <laughs> Freudian slip. Joel Schumacher. No, no, that was amazing. Uh, if you did, like, yes, that's, like Joel schumacher of a movie. Like, oh my god.
0: so yeah yeah um it is very tokusatsu of me to say that i love stuff that yeah if it's stupid if it's stupid and you treat it seriously you have my respect but if it's stupid and like you're embarrassed that makes me so mad like you guys have the opportunity to make stuff and like (laughs) you're playing with like the the toys that people love and what you don't you're, you're too embarrassed of like a guy in a bat costume and a guy in a robin costume now you gotta Make it look stupid? Like,
1: that's what it felt so like. So that's interesting. Versus uh, this, I, 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 like, I didn't see Sophie. I like uh, digging into your mindset where, like... Uh the Suicide Squad does take itself deadly seriously and think it's every a cool business. kid in the <laughs> very serious business, but to me, and and it's yeah, it, it is all the try-hard edge of like you know the cool kid who just learned about anime and bought a Cowboy Bebop t shirt from Hot Topic and is trying to come into your club and. ask authoritative like they know it all. The
0: the way you're describing it to me sounds like how I felt about um, I still haven't watched yet Get Shorty. Um, like there's like a when like a Tarantino hit, I, uh, my life changed. And then I saw all the Tarantino clones rolling out and I I just, you know, my mouth started to water with that feeling before you start to throw up oh, no. um, oh my god so yeah I, I i like get shorty to me yeah it looks try hard it looks like it would think it's cool to do the the splash i've never but, I've never seen um, it, but
1: I, I hear it's like you know yeah. one of the better of the tarantino rip off era films uh. I, I i plan to give it a real
0: try because like i i just saw it and i was like fuck this shit <laughs> like you guys are just you know ripping things off and you're demanding that I see you as be cool without earning it and being it. Yeah. So- Versus Suicide Squad, which to me knew what it was doing Oh yeah, I'll go as far as to say it. It, it knew what it was going for. It had a limited amount of time, and it 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 slap dashed it, and yeah, it, it uh, if I were to be holding it to the standard of being as good as like anything Marvel does from TV to movies to even their cartoons. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't, yeah, you guys are completely right, but I guess I, I, I'm not, I wasn't bothered by it. Cause I'm like, all right, you know, my life still goes on. And I, I, I enjoyed the action sequences. Um, a thing that I, yeah. So I fully agree. That's not on the level of legit. Great. I just had a great time though. And, um, the DC animated movies will probably guys make if you guys like you know sit down and give those a shot. It'll probably make you angrier at what DC live action movies uh, have been doing, probably because good. holy shit, the animated movies are uh like home run or or ground roll doubles or or or, or triple whatever it whatever sports thing you want to say. Like over and over, they care about their worlds. They build it. They earn it. And they grow it, and it feels great. And if they'd done the live-action movies like they're doing those anime movies, like I, I, I'm positive everyone would be singing a different tune about like you know how DC's. Been. Oh, you mean if they made good
2: movies? Uh-uh! Oh shit! <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, well said. Well said. Well oh, said. Well said, well said. No, actually, I do. I, I think. I think, and I've said this at other some of our other podcasts. I've enjoyed a lot of the movies. I actually liked Batman versus Superman. Um, oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, like way more than I thought, I, and I watched it for this podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. here, here, here's the thing: is it's just like, well, I guess there's many things, but you're talking about it, it's like, ah, oh, you know, uh, Suicide Squad. It was like it's a fun romp, you know, just relax, yeah. like, yeah, who, who cares? What's the big deal? Well, I get, yeah. I get stressed out when I'm watching this, and I realize that this fun little messy romp cost 175 million dollars to make yeah I actually start to get stressed out when I notice how huge the budget is while I'm watching this bloated overpriced thing mm-hmm. it's like it, it actually stresses me out when I'm watching a uh, like a good bad movie that cost almost nothing to make. I'm like, I can just relax and watch it, but when I'm watching something with a huge budget like this and it's terrible. I'm just like, I don't know what to do with myself
1: It's also gotcha. like it's also a co- a movie and a company that has no goddamn integrity. Like, like, there's nothing worse than a company that tries to change direction midship. And that, th- that's another thing. Like, even in the trailers, like, the first Suicide Squad is probably the most, trailer is most in line with the tone of, um, you know, probably what the d- air cut was supposed to be. Uh, you know, it's like moody, brooding. But then, like once the negative reaction in Batman vs Superman, uh, you know, it was immediate course correction and re mm-hmm. edited uh, to. And then they they p- dropped the uh, blitz bop, you know, the Blitzkrieg bop uh, bop trailer, and tried so hard to like make it into a Guardians of the Galaxy yes. movie.
0: I was gonna say I was about to go exactly there, because uh, like there's a moment in this movie where they use exactly a song from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Uh, Spirit in the Sky, yeah, was, um, like. I, I'd yeah, I would like, this is like you guys went, you guys went there, huh? He's like, you guys, uh, you guys uh, do a little Guardians of the Galaxy there.
2: That's,
0: uh, all right, you know, I'm gonna. I started
2: looking left, you and know, right. you know Keith there, but it really like Guardians of the Galaxy, so, so that's <laughs> what so we're trying to do. do, like, do, you, do you yeah, like, when do, like
0: when the do you like they're it? just flying through the sky, I'm like, I, I started like looking left and right, I'm like you know, guys. <laughs> You know, it's a song. All right. <laughs> Let's go fight some monsters oh my God. Is, what I think is where I went to it. My,
2: Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure why I'm not. My very, I don't know. my very first note when I was watching this movie is I hate this music.
1: <laughs> Everything <laughs> was like a needle drop music video, the like laziest uh, like music choices. You know, this is what the kids <laughs> on MTV think. Here's some Eminem and Will Smith's cool. Eminem's cool. You'll love Deadshot. Really? He's cool, too.
0: I see what you guys are saying, and if w- if this wasn't, um, if this wasn't superheroes,
2: I would probably agree with you. I Can't imagine and them pulling this with anything else.
0: Yeah, like I'm, I'm not being, uh, I'm not being uh, critical, and I'm not being, uh, yeah. For some reason, yeah, it's it's it, it, it's my philosophy of, uh, if you treat your stupid serious then uh you have me. But if this was like done in the nineties with some some hip ass people who, you know, think they're they're cool, um I would very much likely be saying Maybe. the same things you guys are saying. Do you guys want to go over I to think that's... the Suicide Squad No no no
2: I or think if we we're like, gonna talk about the ah, yeah, suicide,
0: then, like, suicide Squad team... we should do it now. Yes, let's do it. Um so the Suicide Squad um
1: do you guys know how this came about? Oh yeah, uh, love- oh yeah. This, this is. Uh, may I uh, do the story or the retelling? Please. All right. So the Suicide Squad and the greatest comeuppance uh, and <laughs> weird bit of Schadenfreude and, and uh, you know cosmic thing uh, is like so Marvel in an alt right campaign uh, of like led by. I forget his name. Uh, I know. There's some guy. Some guy, an annoying figure, was like, you know... James Gunn is awfully happy about these cancellations. Let's let's get him. Yeah, we're going to get James mm-hmm. Gunn. We're going to we're going to show him so they dug up a bunch of off-color pedophilia jokes he made in the 2010s or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Disney and, and nobody on the left was outraged by this, but a bunch of people on the right were you know, pretended to be outraged. Oh my god, that's like the last thing they have. And do did you ever see the video I made about it? Probably I, that's probably why I know the name of the guy you're talking about. Yeah, I did a rant on it, and I was just so furious, just because I it was so hypocritical to see the right use the tactics they bemoan the left about and be whiny babies for like the kind of humor that you know they freaking like. But no, the right's the defender of children. They <laughs> love children. Oh, we, we just shut the hell up! You laugh just as much as anyone else when Kenny gets killed at South Park. Don't try to act like the moral arbiter. Just because you've lost every other cultural battle, and, and like the children defense <laughs> is what you're gonna go for. It's the weakest d- duck shit, and Disney, in their infinite, uh, like. Man. Yeah, they fired James Gunn from Guardians of the Galaxy 3 despite uh, everyone else in being supportive of him for it. Like, he did an apology, you knew his background, this wasn't a fucking surprise, and you hired him for Guardians of the Galaxy for this exact specific reason. The entire film was successful because of his off-kilter sense of humor and all those off-color edgy jokes he managed, like you know, Star Lord splooging all over his goddamn spaceship. That, that That's why he's there. The, the, I talked to in- some
0: people, hold on a second, I, I talked to some people during that time that were all for it too. They're like, "Well, you know, you don't just joke about that stuff, okay? If you do, then maybe there's some oh truth to it." it oh like, my god! Dude, the is- feel fell into it right away, and I was like, "No, that's not true." But like, yeah, people ate it up fast.
1: It was. It just made me so. Angry, Like, he's an edgy joker. He's always made edgy jokes. That's what you hired him for. He's uh, under Disney. He's tamer. But he's still, like, able to work within those confines, which is amazing that he was able to. And Josh Whedon and, uh, whatchamacallit, Edgar Wright weren't able to because you'd think mm-hmm. he would be the one who wouldn't be able to play ball. But he, he made it work. A- and you're going to, like, you roast him over the fire over jokes that he's not even doing currently over stuff that I know you guys would probably think is funny? Like, oh, Jesus Christ. It was the stupidest thing, but hey, DC. But James Gunn won and DC won because uh, Disney eventually realized how badly they done fucked up, uh-huh. and uh, not only did they MVP. They gave away their MVP, DC scooped him up. All right, you know what? We we wasted an extra 50 million dollars or whatever trying to turn a suicide squad into Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's just pay the guy who made Guardians of the Galaxy to make the good version of the suicide squad. And they lost and- the bet twice. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. Yeah, the, the, that is unfortunate. That is the unfortunate tragedy because the Suicide Squad is legitimately great. I hope those HBO Max numbers were good because it is a travesty to see it struggle at the box office.
0: It, it's got to be. It's got to be the one hundred right? No, wait. Okay, it, it's 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 COVID and also what nobody wants. Um, I, oh, uh, I went, screw no, no, no. Like if you want, like, yeah, it's, it's a uh, general public. We want this. I loved it. But like, uh, my friend Katie that I went with, she fucking what? hated it. Like, what, wait, what, yeah, what? like what, we, yeah, because what we're watching and we, what we're loving is, uh, the cohesive story with over the top balls to the wall, like shocking violence. And most people don't want to watch um that kind of gore and therefore like yeah you spent like freaking avengers money on something that is very niche and yeah that's how they lost like the, the you you spent avengers money on a team no one knows doing over the top stuff that a lot of people don't want to see during covid
2: times oh, so shit
0: yeah, it was a it was a combination, because I I'm blinded by I love James Gunn. He's like maybe my current favorite artist uh, filmmaker right now. I think so. I thought I, I I was already set to watch what was going to be a masterpiece to me. But if you step away from who I am and who we are, and ask everyone else, like, hey, do you want to watch freaking shot man get his head flo- blown blown off? And people are like, no, I don't. Who's Shot Man? No, I don't want to see someone's head blown
1: off. Well, okay, here's a counter argument for that. Um, I mean, I have my own theories of why the Suicide Squad didn't do as well. Um, but remember when the miserable, hard to sit through, abysmally dark Joker movie made a billion dollars? Yes. Uh, yes. So, so why did people, Russian droves, to see the miserable, violent movie and weren't ready and, and like, it went, ew, to the ridiculous, fun Sharkman uh, oh, gore movie. Because it, everyone knows who the Joker yeah. is and then it
0: also hit a tone that freaking Muggles love where it's realistic and uh it's telling the truth, man! And th- that hit a zeitgeist that people really did need the time to. So... And, yeah, like i I uh, fell asleep twice during that movie, uh, and thought it was good, but it did not hit the masterpiece levels of like what it looks like it is. If
1: that makes sense, um, yeah, Joker's one of those movies where like, I agree both equally with the criticisms and the detractors. I think they're both equally valid. Like, I I don't know if I'd call it a masterpiece, but I do think it taps into, like, a very real zeitgeist of just being miserable and angry, and I think is kind of, like, relatable. Mm -hmm. I I did a video about it, and I talked about, like, you know, it's easy to dismiss it, but at the same time, you know, Joker's, you know, in Hong Kong, he's in Beirut, he's in South America, Uh, you know... it's easy to dismiss it. Oh, it's just another, you know, sociopathic white guy, but there there was something at the message of it that resonated across I feel cultures.
2: Like and, and just it, it to, it just to get in here real quick, I was talking to a friend last night and we were bringing some of this stuff up. And I feel like uh, almost a lot of different generations have their version of this movie. Like the one previous one to this mm-hmm. was Falling Down. Yeah, and then before go. that, you had Taxi Driver. You know?
1: Yeah. Well, it was really interesting that, like, um, there was this interview Tarantino did where he was talking about the Joker and he was talking about movie experiences. And, you know, he was saying, like, you know, uh, you know, the movie is really derivative, um, uh, you know, of all these other things. And it's not quite as good as the things it's aping, but he had a really interesting insight. And he says that one of the masterpiece things that the Joker does in terms of like watching it with an audience is the tension it builds w- during the scene where he's like uh, oh, on the talk yeah. show with Murray. It, in that like it builds but what it is is it, it it's like you want him to shoot murray you want him to get his retribution um and that if he didn't that would be a disappointment but when he does it's this catharsis where you empathize with him even though it's like the wrong barbaric thing and the f- movie clearly illustrates that because you know murray's n- you know not a nice guy but
2: he's he's not a movie villain right. But he had yeah. to do it, right? And like I, again, it's that show don't tell thing. Don't just sit there and hesitate and don't do the big thing. You gotta do the big thing.
0: Joker was layer upon layer of things people want to see, such as like actors they care about, you know, got Al Pacino, Walking Phoenix. Once again, it looks like it's a real film, so you don't have to be embarrassed that you're seeing it's a real film. And the Suicide Squad is uh, embraces this gorgeous cartoony look with its absurd wonky characters. And and shoots people's heads until they explode, and it's it's us though. Like yeah. we're a small audience that is going to just because like right when like you know I, I knew the the bloodbath was about to come, and like when I when it started, like my 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 face lit up, and I was like, yeah. I looked at my friend Katie; she was stoned. She's like, fuck.
1: Like I have to that's, sit. That's this. really well, so. That that's interesting because like you know no, no yeah like gore has become much more acceptable thanks to the success of Game of Thrones oh this was this and, uh, was uh, the walk.
0: goofy gore which is like you know trauma right. film type it's, it's 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 a it's like specifically our friend's circle versus like most people who right, aren't going to and- be laughing at <laughs> David villain writhing on the ground yeah. while he gets
1: his shot. <laughs>
0: So yeah, I was having fun laughing. <laughs> <Poor Nathan laughs> oh, my God. But like, while I'm laughing at that, she stone faced. Like she wasn't mean about it, but she's like, "Hey, yeah, that that was eight miles of stuff. I have no desire to see ever happen to me ever again."
1: Wow. So I think I think- yeah what what is what your friend what is her taste huh? generally? What is her taste oh. in like films? Like, does she like Game of Thrones? Or um, all these other violent things. That
0: I, I about? Uh, we've only turned a long time. Oh, I don't think we've talked about movies enough. Like the, the, the stuff that she's into is like uh, astronomy and astronaut documentaries. <laughs> and uh, she's in like, uh, she's yeah, she's in town, and she's like, yeah, man, like you know, uh, I'm only in town for a little while. Let's let's go see a movie. It'll be fun, and like, it's been a long time since like that was the first thing I saw in a theater uh, since the pandemic. It was almost nostalgic me we, me and, and Jim, uh, Matt's brother, mm. uh, we all went, and me and Jim had a great old time. yeah, yeah but yeah. we're specific kind of people,
2: right. Well, people so, that's like it says. I think you kind of hit the nail on the, on the head here. Most folks don't know what to do with that. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to see something serious and bloody, like like Joker. Okay, I know what I'm getting. Yep. But they, yeah, I'm going to see something comic booky and Marvel ask. Okay, I know what I'm getting with this. You're right. They don't know what to do with it. DC, and I mean, and that's, went, that's not to mm-hmm. gatekeep or anything like that, and be like, huh, you know, somewhere yep. else. But it's, I, they spent a ton of money on it. They thought yeah. more people would like it.
0: Uh, they, 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 DC went. Full on the kind of fanboy I would have, I would have done it too, because I'm like, woo, James gone do whatever you want,
2: and he's like, I can't, yeah, and he did. great. Well, these and, polka dots are gonna melt people. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, and like, I for me, like he dude made uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two, dude, clap, 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 yeah, polka dots, dude, and like, yeah, I loved it. But, like, if if DC, DC um, they sh- like, if they wanted a real win, <laughs> they they should have pulled in the reins and said, hey, please make a Lobo movie. Oh. Or, no, no, not Lobo. <laughs> no. Like, force him to use characters people know in a situation and story that is not too crazy, and then let him work within the limits of that creativity which i think would have made uh, a blockbuster but when you don't have um uh, it's a it's a thing that i've been learning uh if you don't have limits i think it hampers Well, no because i think this was really good i think you i think you
1: get greatness out of limits. Uh- um, well, here's my counter argument, or at least my thesis on why I, I don't think it performed well, or at least up to COVID standards. I think, one, there was a lot of branding confusion. Like, I, I remember, uh, I went, like, I loved it. I watched HBO Max, and then I convinced my family when we were uh, up seeing my siblings in Boston to go see it. See it. Uh, I saw it a second time and them for the first time. And they were really mm. hesitant to watch it. Uh, they enjoyed it. Uh, but, um... Because they were like, wasn't there already a Suicide <laughs> Squad movie? What, what, what is this? And I, I think yep. there was a lot of brand confusion. The we Wii and, and, Wii and the U. movie is kind of like what? a soft, a soft. Yeah, exactly. It's a soft reboot that doesn't quite like. uh Unless you're following it, if you're mm. a normal casual, it's got enough of the actors to like. Hey, wait, mm. didn't I already see this movie? Why? Why is there no Will Smith? Why is there? Uh, why is there Idris Elba? Why did you yeah. switch the black guy? Uh, and I, um, they're just sort of like, eh, no, I, I didn't even like the first movie. I just went because it was, uh, you know, ooh, Jared Leto Joker and Harvey uh, – you know, uh, Harley Quinn uh, looked hot and, uh, you know, there was so much buzz. This was the big DC movie to come out as the anti-Marvel movie and I was uh, in it as an impulse watch. But, like, you know, it's not something anyone revisits. as like an all-time classic favorite movie. Uh, So I think there was a lot of brand confusion that. This I will get on Blu-ray because
0: um, I- – I love James Gunn's uh commentary. I, I'm I'm all in. <laughs> huh.
1: Uh, and it, it's just such a tragedy because I, I I think it, it, like in the first 15 minutes it lives up to the concept that the Suicide Squad was supposed to mm-hmm. be, but didn't have the balls to. They had a bunch of big signature name people as off kilter superheroes in hilarious, <laughs> gore filled, ill conceived uh, <laughs> mission uh, where they all get brutally murdered. Like I I love the scene with <laughs> Weasel. Oh <my> God. <laughs> I wanted more weasel. Everyone, uh, like my brother and sister, were doing the weasel. Walk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the weasel!
2: Walk.
1: Uh, <coughs> will this around. become a
0: cult did, did cl- like? Will this be a cult yeah. classic? Like, will, does this have legs? And like, or is there? Or is like, I can see this becoming a cult classic. Let's say like early two thousands or anytime before. But now there's the blurring effect of like entertainment, which has everything all the time, all the time. Like, like, will this ever find legs?
1: I hope it does. Uh, I, I know it'll be definitely a sign of taste. Um, just because... Uh, oh, like, the gags are great. I love the scene with the detachable kid where his arms come off and they just slowly so water over and oh
2: people. And he's, like, so serious when he pulls you, his you arms pretty, off. Like, and just, he's so proud of it. Oh, my God, it's amazing. And then, like, the first, like, 10, <laughs> five, ten minutes are all spent with that same guy. I, I can't remember the actor's name. Kimmon. But the guy with the... Yeah, yeah, but yeah, and 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 then he's dead. Oh, Michael spooked. Rooker, you mean? Yeah, Michael. Yeah, the guy with the long yeah. blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, best um, friend. Yeah.
0: one of um, James Gunn's best friends, and like when he had to kill him off in Guardians of the Galaxy two, it it destroyed James Gunn because he's like he's been in every one of my movies up to this point. I guess I yeah, it was it was so heartfelt. I loved it. It killed him to kill Michael Rooker, and like I knew that um, he's gonna kill him again right away because now that he's accepted yeah. that he did it and they're both friends so
2: I was like he's he's going down right away. Then it's and it's mm-hmm. okay. And yeah, I mean it really it set the that, that I feel like that did a great job of setting the mood and just saying like yeah, yeah, we just spent all this time on this guy and now he's dead. So guess what? Anybody can die. So they, they set the stakes yep. up it really in a very, very effective Agreed.
1: way. The only and... minor complaint I would have in that regard is like, I, I really wish they had the super balls to kill Margot Robbie as Carly Quinn. Yeah, star power <laughs> is plot armor. Uh, it, it, yeah. It's like, I think out of all the movies she's been in, this movie uses her the best, but I am so goddamn sick of
2: the character. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, am I sick of her? I really like Birds of Prey. I haven't seen it yet. uh, Quite a bit. And I think that, I think that honestly, the Harley Quinn animated series has just made me like Harley Quinn in general a lot more.
1: The animated series, yeah, I I highly recommend that. The animated series is really good. It's far better than it has any right to be. Uh, Yeah, the animated series is really good. Way better. (laughs)
2: It's so it's so funny, but it's also, like we are kind of saying about heartfelt stuff, it's also heartfelt, like on, on occasion. Like, you really care about the characters. And, like, this version of, of Harley Quinn is just amazing. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I can see that. But I, I like Margot Robbie as, as Harley Quinn. I think she does a great job, and I think that uh, she was good in Birds of Prey, um, basically insufferable in the first uh, <laughs> series. What's that
1: Oda? Is that the stench of death?
0: Oh my fucking god. I thought I like I, it should be to me she is the same character mm. in both
2: movies. Um no she was not. How, how how is she different? She it's oh my god. It's just like she I feel oh my god. Let me let me try to can make this concise. Um, but in the in the first one I felt like they were again kind of just like showing like hey, she's crazy. You never know what mm-hmm. she's going to do. But like there was there wasn't like that real kernel of I don't know. Like, I feel like Harley Quinn always kind of has like this kernel of goodness in her. And Keith, I know you like your yeah. bad guys bad, and yeah, everything yeah, like that. I was just about to say, but I, f- I feel, yeah, uh-huh. um, but I feel like the the Harley Quinn in. I feel like the first, oh my god, I feel like the first Suicide Squad movie, like, there was, like, no logic to her. It was just sort of like, ah, wow, wow, wow. I'm just gonna be crazy, but in, like, in the The Suicide Squad, it was kind of like, okay, well, you know, like, looks like she actually has something going on in her head. You know, like, she is a genius, like... Period. Mm-hmm. Harley Quinn is a genius, and I feel like you can see that a little bit in the Suicide Squad in the first one. It's just sort of like, oh, yeah, well, let's just put her like, – like like you were saying, Isaac is supposed to put her in some short shorts and trot her around. That sounds awful, but um, I don't know. I'm doing a yeah, bad yeah, job yeah. explaining going to take this. I'm trying to think about uh,
0: it. I just want to say that when it comes I, to – I think like <sighs> – go, go, go.
1: No, I, I'm trying to like uh, break down the thoughts because uh, you're getting on something good. Here, let um, me let me let me say a little thing so, about
0: Harley Quinn. I just want to say that like I see a lot. The, there's a critique I keep seeing around. Uh, so, um, I'm picking these characters up from like as if they have already been built up in like the anime series. So, um, people are wondering like, so why is Harley Quinn fr- freaking, uh, just the the best killer? badass motherfucker of all time and to me that translates directly from if you can survive encounters with batman himself more than once like that just levels you up and like yeah if you're not on the level of not not many people are in love of batman and therefore she is way above like any normal person is what i saw it as well i
2: think w- yeah i mean
1: i Go uh, uh, well, I think what, like, Suicide Squad does is that, like, in the first one, she's like, oh, my God, I'm so random and crazy. It was try-hard crazy versus, like, as you mentioned before, the, the scene in The Suicide Squad where she just shoots the guy and she's, like, having this tearful... Um, Uh, You know, heart to heart, while he's dragging himself, bleeding out on the ground in a fairly graphic and brutal fashion. Mm. Uh, You know that sort of illustrates her as a legitimate crazy person, or her whole little comedic thing with the the javelin. What am I supposed to do with the javelin? I I gotta figure out what the purpose is. Versus, like, you know, yeah, I'm a bad girl. I steal things. That's what bad guys do. I see. I see.
2: (gasps) I'm gonna steal a purse.
0: No, no, no! I'm fine no, with it. Uh, I but my my so take bad. on it was like, ha ha. ha. <laughs> that was my take. on it, She was like, ha. yeah. She's probably murdered thousands of people, and she's stealing purse, Snicker.
2: Yeah, but I think Isaac. I think I yeah. Uh, Isaac, I think that you described it perfectly. There is is the scene when she shoots the guy. She is making just an excellent. She's she's reasoning out why she shot him in a very uh, cogent and logical way, and made perfect sense. I cannot imagine the Harley Quinn from the first Suicide Squad doing that.
1: Yeah, it's like you know everything's uh, logical and cogent, but she still shoots the
2: guy on uh, on instinct. And- yeah, exactly. She totally does. She is absolutely crazy. I, she's, also, she's also a doctor. I, I, I think I saw her
0: doctor skills in that bar when she was telling the uh, fireman to face what you did. <laughs> no, you weren't. Oh, my God. No, you. Yeah, it was. That no, that was. And you guys all said that bar scene was legit.
2: And I. All right. You know, let's that let's moment. compare. How about this? Let's compare bar scenes. Because there's a bar scene in the new. Super that is true.
1: Too. And the new. I'm forgetting. Which it's the scene where they're, they're undercover, was. and they're they, they go to like. Oh yeah. Oh
0: yeah. I, okay. Yep. Yep. Um. So the first one is once again slapdash mishmash. Um. I, I I I definitely see what you're saying. Like the first one is uh, a forced scene so that they can have that happen, where they all say. Face your thing and da da and and whatever versus the the Suicide Squad, where it unfolds as if characters were doing such a thing, <laughs> and it, it right. makes sense.
2: And it was part of the plan. Mm-hmm. It was you know they were they were going after the uh, the brain guy, um and and that they knew that they, they were going to have to start working and whatnot, but they all got drunk and had fun anyway. And there was just something very, to me, very genuine about the way they were bonding. Agreed. In that scene. But there was still the underlying tension because you knew they had a job to do. Agreed, like agreed. They were there specifically to do a job. And then also they had, like... uh
0: I was gonna say they had legit character moments, but no, I, I felt like the the forced one also had some good character moments. Where nothing. Uh, liked, <laughs> all right, what are your? Oh, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. What I'm saying. Right. Uh, I I I, I, I like the legit. I, I I felt some legit character moments between like, just like how, um, uh, Harley Quinn was talking about um Killer Croc being ugly on the outside and inside. And I liked how Killer Croc accepted who he was. And he was like, oh, I'm beautiful on the outside, and then Harley Quinn was like. There we go. Like she appreciated that he appreciated himself. I liked that interaction. I, I thought it was good. Yeah. Um but I was fine with that But it's uh not as sincere as yes. watching uh the shark man sit by himself on the outside of the bar
2: oh
1: it was sad yep. oh yeah like uh, Shark Man getting friends is like much more legitimate and like uh, you know Sylvester Stallone plays him as just yeah. like this dumb little guy who's just trying really really hard and it's like the relationship between him and Rat Catcher is like so sweet and I love the scene where he's like you so know um, it's like this perfect mix that only James Gunn can do and he's also one of those rare artists who works in extremes and is able to balance the sentimental with the uh, you know sensational just like Tatsuki Fujii. Moto, go check out chainsaw man
0: um i i like uh, <laughs> um so S- sylvester stallone and him are like uh good friends now and so stallone's a big dork i like it uh like i, I keep on hearing stories about him like uh I, I can't remember who it was that it might have been james gunn but like uh, stallone came over to someone's house to watch the first rambo and like stallone couldn't stop talking through it and then like the person and then like Stallone was like ah i'm sorry i'm, I'm, I'm talking too much uh and uh, the person's like no 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 please talk all the way through rambo it's totally okay so like um yeah like after guardians of the galaxy 2 where stallone got to play a quick role as uh starhawk um i think it's starhawk Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, James- yeah it, they they met there, and that's why they they stayed friends uh, and positive. Like uh, James Gunn was like, I, "I'll get you in here, however you can," and he got to be the shark man.
1: James Gunn's a good good guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, he even puts his uh, brother as uh, Sean Gunn as Weasel. Yes. Oh, but so like, like, all right, let me, let me, like, all right, so you gave like a, a OK-ish uh, basic bitch B B minus level character moment from sui- the Suicide Squad. I'll give mm. you some A plus <laughs> character moments from the Suicide Squad. And those are Polka Dot Man uh, becoming, I'm a superhero, this is untimely demise. Oh, no. oh, yeah! Uh, you know, being traumatized with his uh, mother, and then envisioning, you know, everyone as his mother is like a way, is a coping mechanism for violence. <laughs> his mother killed that shit god bless that <laughs> actress whoever she was
0: she was so much fun and all those like little cameos and stuff especially the club.
1: seriously oh that that was oh great the, the club the, the suicide squad that's a great character oh moment uh blood sport and uh, peacemaker's rivalry and poking fun at like you know there's two superheroes that like basically do the exact same shit that's a great character moment uh of uh, blood sport's relationship with Um, uh, Ratcatcher. The fact that you can even make a decent character out of Ratcatcher. Ratcatcher's great scene where she remembers her father, and it's like, if the the rats have value, then we all do! So if villains have value, we all do! Uh, This great sort of central theme of the movie, brought out brilliantly in a big cathartic scene where the rats eat a giant starfish.
0: Amen, amen. All good. Uh, I I, I thought... Uh, it, it, the, the, it, it, I winced a little bit at how much I noticed that Deadshot is exactly, oh no, no, not Deadshot, uh, Bloodsport? Uh, Bloodsport is exactly, is exactly Deadshot, <laughs> right down to having a daughter and the same powers, and, um, I, I, it was just like, uh, at some point, I another video pointed out how more than likely... You just can't change the formula up that much, and Will Smith wasn't coming back, so all right, we'll, we'll still do his role.
1: That 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 was brilliant, and like the fact that they like you know had John Cena uh, as like the evil version, and they like just poked fun at the whole time that like the DC universe is a whole bunch of characters. was like I'm the ultimate mercenary, I could kill you with anything. Was like a yep. great way to like lampshade it, and uh, honestly, Idris Elba did a much better job at playing a real character who actually has like a, a art and he comes across as a villain and his costume looks uh, freaking amazing. I love that skull. I love the nanotech. With Will Smith? He only puts on the mask like once and he's got like a gun on his arm and he, he shoots really, really well.
0: Ah, uh, they both wore their masks about the same amount of time they both had wrist guns.
1: Uh... Well, true, yeah. He did have a lot of. I feel like Idris Elba was in the mask a little bit more than um, Will Smith was in the mask. But like, I, uh, I, I thought I everything that. about blood sh- or blood sports design like d- demolished d- uh, Deadshot. I think for me they are just equal.
0: No, go, no, yeah. no. I'll go, I'll go that far. I'm going. Yep, yep. I'm I'm I'm, I'm crazy man. I I thought they were pretty pretty equal there. I, I... Um. What, I, what I did you? What did you like? So,
1: did it. Was it? What did you like so much about Deadshot? What did you like so much about Will Smith, who was basically playing uh, Will Smith?
0: Yeah, I like Will Smith. Um, and like also, um, I am cool with straightforward. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I want to watch the guy be, shoot monsters, and he is a guy. Who shoots monsters? And also, like, it wasn't like uh, action spam for me, where like uh, I just lose my like I, I stop I stop paying attention to the action. Whoever the, the stuntman was, and also like Will Smith himself, like I, I I liked how his movements were and how the action played out. Like there was like that moment where he's like on top of the car and like wailing on um, putties, and I actually enjoyed that. Um, cause I don't want to have sympathy for the bad guys when they get shot. So when they become like, you know, two hit point ninjas like that, I actually kind of like it versus, um, the enjoyment of watching blood sports shoot people. Uh, that was a different kind of enjoyment, which was more fleshed out and layered because it went from, uh, humor to, um, by the end two hit point ninjas.
1: Well, and remember, at the end, like uh, the Suicide Squad even does that better because instead of putties, you get him fighting a giant kaiju monster, and there's like a 30 minute segment where he puts together this boss looking gun and he assembles it with his like nanotech, which looks like iconic and cool and cosplayable and much more interesting than you know Bill than uh, Will Smith going pew 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 pew. <laughs> Uh, Do not tell me the Will Smith version was better than, you know, the Starro confrontation. The Starro gives everything Keith likes, just executed by a more competent director. True, but...
0: uh, I apologize now, like, I like the kaiju fight, but I also like the uh, final uh, throwdown against uh, DC Gozer. (laughs) Which is uh, a glowing sexy woman with her giant man guy and people getting thrown around the room. I, I did love I that showdown a Because in that actress. The, like I, like the
1: action in the Suicide Squad was considered, was criticized for just being kind of like generic and, uh, you know, uh, kind of toothless versus, you know, the visceral James Gunn, mm-hmm. bloody Suicide Squad.
0: Yeah. I, different times of enjoyment. Like James Gunn, i'm feeling i'm definitely feeling james gunn and like uh his uh enjoyment of comedic gore uh versus like uh, sometimes i don't want to see uh the viscera of like someone's exploded head and i just want to see a bad guy go down so different enjoyments Um, what do you guys think about, like, how apparently, uh, dicks are okay in movies now? I don't
1: think they're okay, I just think you can get away with them if you only have them in, like, for a few seconds. It's funny how, like, the dick, like, the taboo is boobs, dicks, and then vagina. Uh, I mean, technically, you can get away with them, but, like, you know, oh, God, don't show it on screen. You know, you get the dreaded NC-17, but I love that James Gunn had the balls to, like, put a flashing dick in the movie, as well as boobs, to let you know, Mm -hmm. this is the real Suicide Squad. This is not the fucking Margot Robbie puts on, like, a goddamn skinny top, and then, um... (laughs) Skinny shorts. Yeah, skinny shorts, and then everyone looks at her and says, oh, my God, you're so hot.
0: <laughs> wait, I I don't be a bad person. That I thought she was really hot in the shorts, and I and I, I don't I don't um yeah, uh you're saying wait
2: yeah well, uh, oh yeah oh yeah what, what when you, was there want? a dick I don't remember the dick
0: it's- oh um the first one I, I feel like there's two but the the one that I remember is when they're uh, hitting that freedom fighter camp and like some guy oh was just, like, yeah that's right his cact was just swinging and oh, he got yeah. killed.
2: Okay, all
1: right yep. I don't know if there's a second one maybe maybe you're wrong maybe I'm wrong but um, uh, what you call it uh, I think there was only one dick, but I could be wrong
2: okay
0: <laughs> well, <I thought laughs> well, to watch again uh, get
2: the dick count <laughs> it's the all important dick count
0: um, I saw it, it really quickly uh, I saw a lot of love for John Ostrander who I'm guessing created the suicide squad. In the first one, there's uh, the building they're going into is called the John F. Ostrander Building, and in the second movie, I'm positive there was like a general John Ostrander. You guys notice that or
2: know nope. that name? I didn't. I know I do. I didn't, I didn't before, but I'm glad I know now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I used to see his name in the '90s, so ah, eh, just a little comic book uh, quickie right there, and I don't even <laughs> know him that well. Um. Another thing is uh, Joe Kinneman. Uh, his uh his resume for uh my man crush is very strong, and I think we might be hiring him because uh that there's something about his presence, the way he delivers everything. I really love this guy. He is Wait, h- hiring hero. him for what? Oh no, <laughs> for the man crush. Uh, oh, all, right, all right. All right. Who I, is I, I, he? I Who's Joe Kinnaman? Crushery.
1: Um, yeah, no, like, and that's another thing, like, um, uh, just seeing how Viola Davis and Joel McKinnon and is used in this movie versus the last movie. Uh, he's a great straight man, and he does do a good job of like you know, uh kind of like a Captain America, uh, the wh- the wholesome hero who who is filled with integrity, who who's kind of like been forced to work with these scumbags, is kind of like affectionate towards them, but also kind of exacerbated. Like he worked great. Like all, I love his scene in the the helicopter. Where he's not a werewolf. He ate twenty seven children. He agreed to this. We, we think he did.
2: <laughs> it was actually very interesting. You know, same guy, same character, completely unlikable in the first movie. I loved him in the second movie. Oh,
0: uh, he, was he wasn't completely unlikable. He wasn't unlikable in the first movie. He was pretty unlikable. I, well, in my opinion. Okay. Like, I, I completely just,
1: agree with that sentiment. I, he was I just, will
0: totally disagree. Because... Uh, yeah. I am an the actor more. Like, I... He's great uh, he in this, uh, the Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad, and also uh, the
2: Cyberpunk Netflix show, which is called... Oh, Ultra uh, oh, Carbon? There you go. Fuck, that is that same guy. I didn't even realize yep. you're right. But yep. I, I found it very fascinating that you know, you've know you got the same, the same actors, same character, but portrayed so differently. Yeah, and then they killed in- him. And that felt oh. good. Like um,
0: Because they made us really love him so much killing him was very effective, so that was yeah
2: killing him was effective killing uh polka Dot man was extremely effective mm-hmm. you know I mean i, 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 I got to be honest I didn't really care when they killed Milton oh
0: um, <laughs> that was a, a fun punch line
2: <laughs> yeah it, I heard, it, it was a cute little joke it was a cute little joke I heard so i I heard an interview I think it might have been with James Gunn, but I can't say for sure talking about like when Milton died and how how hard polka Dot man took that mm. it actually wasn't that polka dot man really liked milton he just wanted people to feel sorry for him <laughs> <laughs> polka dot man fucking at polka dot man <laughs> like that was it is it, it he's just a very damaged person and uh you know in a lot of different ways so that, that's it he just wanted to be like hey hey milton's dead you gotta feel bad about it and i feel bad feel bad for me but
0: yeah <laughs> i i feel like we will never see the suicide squad ever again um, that was too big a loss for DC, unfortunately, and yeah, they, they took a big hit with that. That sucks, because I I want more, I, to me that was a great place to start um, building a good and cohesive uh, DC universe, and yep. yeah, they really sort of started with something a little more iconic and safe, so that we could get more of this.
2: Yeah, it's just again. It just comes down to them just seemingly not having a plan. Like Marvel, could you imagine? I don't know. Like like if Guardians of the Galaxy came out at the wrong time, people wouldn't know what the hell to do with that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the biggest but then problem. Guardians of the
2: Galaxy isn't filled with over the top violence. The
0: biggest problem is uh, like, I I didn't know how rare a person Kevin Feige was, and I thought mm-hmm. like you yeah. could all you have to do is get yourself another, just hire someone who's a geek and put them in that position and they should be able to oh no, my god nope nope no one else is able to do it but Kevin Feige he knows what he's what he wants what he's doing how to bring it together and all the business involved versus um, they thought Zack Snyder was the Kevin Feige but Zack Snyder is a filmmaker and he has his own specific vision so yeah I don't know how you find a guy like Kevin Feige and that's what they need they need a guy like Kevin Feige and to take a breath and just slow down but they 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 want that Marvel money like
1: right now right now no yeah the, the biggest thing is like and i'm a little afraid that Kevin Feige is losing this touch um is you got to hire like hire not the guy who you think is cool and will make you look cool but the guy who really wants the job that was what Kevin Feige was smart mm-hmm. with he got like genre favorites who wouldn't have gotten an opportunity like um uh, James Gunn and Josh Wheaton mm-hmm. and they knocked it out of the park um, and, and now it's like a lot of like indie directors and uh, I don't want to sound like alt-righty and you know oh, diversity is ruining my Marvel hmm. but like you know there is that Blade guy who did like a bunch of Muslim movies and, and like uh, there, there's nothing in this guy's filmography that like says that he's been dying yeah. to do a Blade movie oh yeah
0: yeah that that is beginning, beginning to be a, a little bit of a problem and also showing a bit too much that how much of a business machine they are. So like, yeah, like with a uh, black widow, they also got, they hired someone who a uh, black widow and with captain Marvel, which hmm, this is quite the trend, but yeah, they, yeah. All like a- they, they have nothing in the resume that says that they would want to do. Yeah. This kind of a movie, but what they think they're going, what they, what Marvel feels they're going to get out of them is like, they want the heart that they put into their real movies uh, when they're directing the actors. But when it comes to, like, the big story and action sequences, they have their own teams to piece all that together.
1: Yeah, and, and uh, it's kind of... like if I, You know, some people were bitching about Black Widow. I thought it was perfectly fine, but I also thought it was kind of like forgettable Marvel. It's, like, a, not a movie that I, am like, anticipate revisiting unless it's on when I'm at the gym or something. you watch Mahler? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I not religiously, but I've seen enough of him. I, but but, but what, uh, what did he I'm say? I'm pretty about religious
0: it? with Mahler. Uh, he dropped a four hour review of Black Widow, and I'm three hours in. And I'm having a great time, but I actually disagree with a lot of what he's saying. Uh, he's but he, I disagree with what he's saying. He nitpicks a lot, but uh, goddamn, he's so creative at like the editing and like his writing, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, Black Widow, uh, yeah, it was fun. I had a great time and I have no problem with it, but
1: yeah, Yeah, it's, it's got a lot of decent, decent, uh, scenes. Like I love the whole, uh, spy family dynamic. I thought that was a lot of fun, but I also thought that the last, uh, action sequence felt like kind of like, Overblown and generic, and uh, you know the movie needed that sort of uh, Winter Soldier intensity, but it kind of like held up and didn't go all the way. And plus, I thought it got a little over heavy handed with the message with the end with like Harvey the main film is like, I uh, yeah, I am evil, Harvey <laughs> Weinstein. I'm going to use the greatest resource of all, little There goodies. are Too many girls <laughs> in the world. That's
0: how evil I guys. Right, Harvey Weinstein, right here, guys. Now <laughs> kill me. All right, justice is done.
1: Yeah, it was like uh, okay, we, we 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 get it. I'll I'll get my uh, hashtag girl boss and uh, pussy hat at yeah. the door.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, so I I hope uh, Marvel doesn't lose their their charm because like, yeah, they definitely are going for that versus genre guys, except for you know James Gunn's still around, so.
1: Yeah, James Gunn's still around. I, you know, I, I would much rather them get the little, you know, get – if they want the diversity hierarchy, then get that, like, f- filmmaker kid on YouTube who's doing, like, uh, uh, fan yep. films or whatever. Uh, up, uplift him. Get get that guy who's, like, really excited to talk a press Who actually gets,
0: cares about you know, the more and Get that person Yeah. In Detroit, so, he's, he's,
1: he's, Exactly, and, uh, you know, who's, like, a huge fan of the original one, wants to make a modern, updated one, which is, you know, translates that, you know, late 90s sensibility into, like, a modern context that's cool, you know, get that guy. Uh, who, who's really excited about it, and, you know, surround him with professionals who are a little bit more capable, and, uh, you know, but let him flourish a little bit, and I feel like that would be more exciting and more fun than, you know, another Spider-Man movie, which, you know, they're, they're all fun and enjoyable, but, like, I, I, I'd have a hard time telling you what happened in, you know, Far From Home oh, yeah. or Homecoming. All right, so... But uh, but but like uh, all right, back to DC. Uh, g- 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 let Paul Dini run it, or let Bruce Tim. Jesus Christ, get one of the guys in the animation department and, and stop treating them like second class citizens. A person, whoever
0: the the team is behind doing those anime movies, that that exact the what they did there is exactly what uh, the live action movies should have been doing. And, oops. <laughs> all right, so we want to get some final God. thoughts in here. Or do, do no no no, no I don't want yeah. to you
2: guys off at all. Like, uh, is there any other? No no no. no, no. I'm, I'm, pre- right, I'm cool. pretty much done. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty much. I have I have some very minor little thoughts. Some some little parting jabs. I'm gonna take. Do it now. Um, uh, if you if you're up for it. Great. Go ahead. Yeah man. yeah for sure for sure. Uh, so uh, first of all, I wanted to see okay in the in the 2016 Suicide Squad. I wanted to see Captain Boomerang's greatest wish. What? Because, like, they went through all these things. I mean, like, oh, Harley Quinn wants a family with the Joker, and, you know, uh, Flag just wants his girlfriend back. But, like, we didn't get to see what Captain Boomerang wanted. (laughs) True. And I bet it had something to do with stuffed unicorns. (laughs) I I will say – Oops, sorry. No, 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 go ahead.
1: I will say that it was a crime. I, I kind of wanted Captain Boomerang to stick around a little bit longer. I, I like Jai Courtney just being a sleaze bag. And yeah. I, I, um. If you fun. guys want some he's great
0: fun. Jai Courtney and why I think he has the career he has, go watch uh, *Spark is Blood and Sand*.
1: I, I've heard that's uh, a lot of. I've heard that's so had fun, fucking, just recommended, yeah. Uh, *Spark I mean, is Blood and Sand*, Sand
0: is like. Game of Thrones, if they didn't drop the ball by the end, and Jai Courtney is um, a character named Varro, and he's just like the coolest guy ever. And yeah, you should see it.
2: Oh my god, I did not realize that was the same guy (laughs) at all. Yeah, he's such a great guy. He was such a great guy in Blood and Sand. Oh no,
0: Um, he didn't translate to movies too well. But all right, I I think like. he, he comes off to me as, like, a great person everyone would want to be around, and that's, like, catapulted him into a bunch of roles that kept on flopping.
1: Yeah, because, like, Jai, the irony of Jai Courtney, and I think why he's so fun as Captain Boomerang, is that, like, he, he was, like, kind of, like, tried to be made into, like, the next Hollywood A-list movie star, but he yeah. never could quite land at, like, um, you know, Tom Cruise or Chris Hemsworth also tried and failed, uh, too, but, like, it was fun seeing him as just, like, a character actor, and, uh, you know, I, I, I wouldn't mind the Captain Boomerang sticking mm. around for a little bit longer. I, I like the built camaraderie of, like, some so that squad being veteran members, like almost like a either of you ever no, see Gantz? I know of it. Yes. Uh, So Gantz is a famous manga, okay anime, uh, and basically the concept is like a bunch of dead people are resurrected and put into a ball where they have to go shoot weird alien monsters. Uh, Most of the time, most of the Gantzers die, but then you get some groups where these people survive and they try and get in the new people. So it was fun to see the veteran people interact with uh, new recruits, and I love the beginning of the formation of that dynamic with Harley Quinn and uh, Jai Kort, you know, like uh, hanging out and... uh, you know, Jai Courtney's like uh, making fun of the Suicide Squad. Yeah, <laughs> you're just a bunch of meat hooks hanging in a helicopter. While Harley's like, oh, don't push him around. They're, they're, they're just don't, don't make fun of the kids. So you know, I would I, I almost wish I wish they stuck them around, but the, that's a minor quibble. I think what we got was like brilliant. Uh, I think it hit all the nails in the head. It had the character moments. It had the humor. It had the violence. It had you the reminder that these are actual real villains not pretend villains who say they're villains not kids in the schoolyard who are posturing saying oh yeah well I beat up five drug dealers and uh, I got away with it and I kissed the girl <laughs> and I had sex uh, you know the, the bragging kid wanted you know, to see my CDs
0: <laughs> he's, he's got a loud t-shirt on that he thinks absolutely <laughs> he
1: thinks I have so a cool. PS3 from <laughs> Japan my
2: dad <laughs> bought from it for Sony. me I'm going to burn, burn some games. Uh, also, uh, there were some moments where the Enchantress's brother reminded me of Job from Lawnmower Man. <laughs> oh, uh, and
1: that was another thing that pissed me off, is that, like, um, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, the Suicide Squad fights, you know, a proto-like, uh, you know, uh, cuba light military regime and a kaiju monster, fun villains for them to be placed in that are also skeevy and morally ambiguous. Uh, they just fight Incubus, who's just like a blame-boring CGI monster. Incubus. <laughs> who's like, you know, probably neck-to-neck with uh, Justice League um, <laughs> Steppenwolf is like one Absolutely. of the most blandest, forgettable uh, modern superhero villains of all time.
2: Yeah, let's make another guy with I don't know, like metal bands all over yeah, him yeah, and glowy yeah, parts, let's do that. not and tentacles. Lots no, of CGI they're, they're tentacles. We need so iconic. many tentacles, guys.
0: And I like I like I love the visual yeah. of, of of the witch lady and the glow of the everything. I I really like that visual a lot.
2: Well, for for I don't know, but for my my final thoughts, I think I've already kind of made my opinions relatively clear here. Um, is that uh, Suicide Squad is um, mm-hmm. it's not a good movie and it tried real hard and it didn't work out and I appreciate that they tried real hard but it was not something that I enjoyed <laughs> and I spent most of my time rolling my eyes and the uh, the Suicide Squad was extremely well done. It had a ton of heart, and I really liked all the characters in it. I thought all the big moments were extremely well-earned. When people died, I really cared. And there was high stakes pretty much the entire time. And like you said, mm-hmm. Keith, it was like a real frickin' movie. Unfortunately, like you were also saying, who boy, that was a lot of blood. And as I I very much enjoyed it, but yeah, yeah I can see why a lot of folks wouldn't. <laughs> The funny thing, I still love that you acknowledge
1: that. Like, as much as you enjoyed the Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad, you know, you're like, well, but the yep. Suicide Squad was a real movie, but <laughs> Suicide yeah, Squad there's, there's, was still I, a fun I ride. Got, I, got,
0: I, got, <laughs> it, I got, different, but still enjoy. Uh, my 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 final thoughts. Uh, so, like, a lot of times, like when I approach movies, I, I approach them like how how I played as a kid. So, like. What game are we playing and to me uh the first suicide squad is hey man uh i i have to the, the street lights are coming on pretty soon i have to go to home so we'll, let's get our guns together and just run through the alley and choose many monsters we can together side by side back to back until we get to the final garage and oh my god there's a super witch woman Ah, we're being thrown around i had so much fun i'm not i'm yeah i'm being legit guys like I had so much fun with just, like, the straightforward, simple fine. Um, mishmash of uh, mismatched characters that, like, you, you're you pulling out of your um, toy box and, like, you just run, 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 blah, 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 until the final explosion. And, yeah, guys, we did it together. And, yeah, that was fun to me. Then we come to The Suicide Squad, where I'm feeling like I'm sitting down, I'm watching a real movie made by a creator and artist. Where it's a cohesive thing from someone's heart versus, um, yeah, that, that the, um, the first one was like, a, to me, it was a fun product. Uh, it was a, a fun product that you, you have fun with and you, you, you bought the toy at like the bargain store, Ben Franklin, and you don't worry about like if it's going to break or not. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then it's over. And then, <laughs> Uh, the Suicide Squad is like going to the library and getting a really good book uh, that kind of captures it, but like you know, it's done by a a real author, and like you have a full experience where like you know, like the, the characters kind of kind of live even more. So for me, is like yeah, two different kinds of enjoyment, and I I, I actually I'm not sure I'm not I, I'm not sure about. Uh, if I say that I love the first one, that would be me saying it because people hate it so much. But yeah, I didn't hate it at all. I had a legit time with each, but I will probably have a growing love for the second one because James Gunn just—he don't miss for me. So yeah,
1: that's my take. Nice. Nice mm-hmm. well one one last little final addendum uh, I was kind of curious like, you ever, I don't know if you ever saw the red letter media. It was like one of their half in the bags where they were talking about like uh DC should just stop making real movies. they should just make four out you know forty five minute cGI just scenes where like Superman just seats a, guy, a doomsday or a guide he just they expect two hundred million dollars on that, and then they charge two hundred dollars per ticket for that. And they, they they get the guys to come, and they can go see that. And I think that's the future DC, of superhero movies. A uh, DC to me, and like I, I <laughs> would, would I say- would uh, I would I would come into
0: the boardroom and, and slam my fist down on the table until it and, and make it shatter, and like everyone stops talking. And I would scream and say, "Slow down, okay, everybody, slow fucking down. Stop trying to make everything. Like, I want you guys to shut up." and make one movie. I want you to pull all, and I want you to not rush it. Um, put, uh, like, take your time to find yourself, like, through the artists that we have and potentials that are upcoming. Who cares? Find me someone who cares about Superman. Not someone who cares about how good of a um, filmmaker they are and what their, Im- what their, their, their style is. Just slow down and... Make that killer ass Superman movie that everyone's always wanted. Once you have that, then you can start to slowly build from there. But they're just like, ah, we want to make uh, our 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 Avengers right away. So we're gonna just slap together a, uh, our Justice League, and uh, then also we'll make our Avengers right away. Which is, uh oh, okay, still there? Yeah, my still there. You, you cut out of it. Freezing. You guys still there? Oh shit.
2: Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh well. Maybe we should. St- maybe maybe we should. Maybe we should wrap it up. Yeah. We All right. Let's let's should. wrap it up. Yeah. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. All right. Cool. Um. Uh. Any? F- oh hell. Uh. No <laughs> final. No final thoughts.
0: All right, um we, we kind of have we, final thoughts okay, like uh my my computer's uh chilling out, oh my
2: God, that's not cool, that's, it's, it's that's a scary super stuff, but we've already given our final thoughts
0: cool, so like uh yeah, we're all done with what we need to talk about with the two movies
2: i yep. I, I got uh, yep, yes,
0: rock on Matt, where can we find more of your work on the internet?
2: Oh for now, just look at Instagram doc Falconer and uh Twitter doc Falconer, and maybe someday I'll tweet
0: cool. Isaac, where can we find more of your work on the internet?
1: Uh, you can watch all my video essays on Lobster Magnet, uh, channel on YouTube. Go check it out. Uh, check out my Joel Haver video and, uh, future one.
0: Cool. All right. And also, um, we have a, f- like, at least one or two videos on YouTube. Uh, search for Couch Command. You'll find us on the internet. You can find me at Keith Justice or at Keith Hayward, um... I'm on Twitch, Twitter, and the Facebooks, and Instagram. And you can find this podcast and more at popgeeks.com. Thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you next time when we review something. We'll uh, figure it out. Take it easy, everyone. And thank you guys for listening.